Cyborgs don't feel pain. I do. Don't do that again. Just let me go. Listen and understand. That Terminator is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. the Ron Fez Show. And we always start the show one way. The Ichiban. 
Stop just sitting there staring at your radio and call us up with today's Ichiban. Ichiban, of course, is Japanese for number one. Number one. That's the big story. Story the kids are talking about out behind the school when they smoke cigarettes. What the old men are talking about sitting on the bench in front of the drugstore. It's the Ichiban. It's the old water cooler story, you know. When you and the fellas are hanging around that water cooler. Of course, the big story. USA. Spain today. 2.30 in the east. The number one team in the world against USA. It's USA Today, Fuzzy. I know it's your favorite magazine. Sure. Your little newspaper. It's all happening. The Yanks are coming. This would be a giant upset. Nobody would see this one coming, but no one saw it last week when we destroyed Egypt and proved once and for all. Literally. Uh, Jesus reigns above Muhammad. Uh, Jesus reigns above Muhammad. How do we know this? Soccer. The international game of football. Who uh, did that opening today, Hicks? That was a Sean O from Pal Talk. Mooch's buddy. Sean O. Uh, going from Terminator into shotgun. Shocking. Shocking move. Uh, if you ever want to do the opener for us in the mornings, uh, just send it. Put it together yourself. We're not, you know, we're not your pets. And then send it to Ron and Fez at AOL.com. Ron and Fez at AOL.com. I'm ready to go over here and uh, <coughs> grab some of these Ichibans, Fez. Ichiban, of course, means number one. Number one. That's right. We use a. Uh, Asian talk. That's what we do on this show. We Asian it up because we're on a satellite. Um, here's uh, John. John, you're on Renefez. Got Ichiban for you. Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broadwick are now proud parents of two healthy girls. Alright, hold on for why Fez does a pony joke. Well, I guess they could both be on the Clydesdale team. Thank you. It's the perfect situation for them. He didn't have to have sex with her, and the kids aren't going to look like her. Um, well, yes, they will. It's their sperm and their egg. Oh, really? Yeah, they just use the surrogate. Oh. Uh-oh. So a surrogate is just a uh, a carrier. It's almost like if you uh, sit there and mix the omelet, and you put it in somebody's pan and say, here, finish this. I did everything I'm willing to do. Uh, and they already got the boy, right? So this is three for them. Yeah, this uh, yeah, this is two and three. Maybe they could be uh, John and Nate, uh, Kate plus two. Could be the new gimmick for them. Uh, here, uh, let's go on over here to um, Sean. Sean, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, my H.E. bond today is uh, in divorce paper filings. Kate says that they've pretty much been separated for two years already. Yeah, um... Uh, I saw that story. Some people are saying that's one of the things that you have to say in Pennsylvania to move it along quicker. Um, But I don't know what the true story is, Fez. No, I have no idea either. And who knows how long ago any of these shows were shot. Do I have a mouse pad or something over here? I don't seem to have the... uh, The whole room thing has changed quite a bit for me in this area. Uh, Since they've... uh, Scraped out a little hole so people can walk behind uh, Anthony. Remember when we used to have the Ron Fez mouse pads 
Oh, Wiki loved us. Oh, the way Wiki loved us. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here is uh, Will in Rochester. Rochester, what's your... I'm uh, Ike Bond for today. Uh, NationalFootballPost.com reporting that uh, Brett Favre is going to attend training camp for the Vikings. Yeah, I don't care. I got to tell you the truth. The Brett Favre news I haven't paid attention to in the last couple years. I say God bless him. If the guy wants to uh, play football, uh, play football. What's the difference? Well, you can write the ending to this already. One season with the Vikings, they won't go to the playoffs, and he'll retire again. But that's not the story. The story is them against the Packers. That's what that's what this whole thing is about. He wants to beat the Packers. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Here's uh, Mark in South Carolina. Mark, how are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. Sound like a million bucks, Ronnie B. Thank you, my friend. Hey, uh, Ichiban for today. The immaculate governor of South Carolina that disappeared for five days has reappeared. Where was he? On a fucking run? He went to Argentina. All right, he's on a run. He was. <laughs> he couldn't take the stimulus money, so he had to take a vacation. Uh, there's only one uh, reason to go to uh, Argentina, and that's nonstop sex. Well, it's he not, absolutely that, needs it. That place is off the fucking rails. Nazis are down there. It's a it's a gigantic S and M game that goes on. Uh, how do how would they not at least be able to follow him by his passport? The guy's missing. Yeah, I have no idea. And he was saying that once he did get back, the first story was he was out hiking in the South Carolina woods. Now he somehow made it to Argentina with nobody knowing what he was doing, where he was. I'm not believing the Argentina story. That sounds too hetero. I honestly think I would put this under gay. I don't know exactly why. That's just what uh, I'm. When a guy doesn't want to say where he was, mm -hmm. and he and he's not doing coke, he's with boys. And the wife doesn't know. She knows. She might not want to believe it, but she knows. She doesn't what's want on, to tell the children. What's on your radar today, uh, Fezzi? What's happening with you? Oh, I love it when something like this happens to Elizabeth Hasselbeck from The View. She is now being uh, accused of plagiarism for stealing um, a basically a diet book, a cookbook, about a gluten-free diet that she plagiarized. Well, as soon as you said plagiarize, I thought Sean Hannity was going to be in it. I thought she was just lifting Sean Hannity's act and saying it on The View. All right, uh, what exactly did she do and who's accusing her? Uh, it's a woman who who wrote this book about living a gluten-free life. What are glutens, anyway? I, it's something in wheat, I think. All right. I think it's... So it's fucking South Beach diet. Yeah. Before you make a big deal out of this, <laughs> it's South Beach. So this woman... Wanted to get in touch with Elizabeth Hasselbeck. May I guess get her crap on the view. She had the book. She had research. She sent all this to Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Oddly enough, afterwards, Elizabeth puts out her own book on the same topic. And this woman's stuff, her material, is in Elizabeth's book, word for word. All right. Well, again... I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll just start defending Elizabeth Fuzzy because I have no reason to go on either side of this. But it's not like either one of these people are scientists. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. They're not sitting around with test tubes and beakers trying to figure out what people should be doing. They're just taking uh, information that exists and probably saying, uh, at lunch, have a healthy salad. Have what I call a gluten-free pizza. And that's lettuce with some bacon on it. And You know what I mean? Like, it's not, none of them... I fucking invented a thing. Yeah, but this woman did all the work putting that stuff together, and Elizabeth takes it as her own. But I'm saying neither one of them did the work. Somebody who fucking works, um, some fucking scientist probably came up with why somebody would stay gluten-free. And then everybody else gets the opportunity to write it up like it's a diet book. But how is it? Well, it's, it's, it's a gathering of information. Thank you. It's a fucking gathering of information that already exists. It's a cut and paste off Wikipedia. And, of course, this is another humiliation for poor Barbara Walters, who has to deal with this woman on a daily basis. Well, again, just because you're accused of something doesn't make it so. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I don't know whether you follow this, but most of the time when there's a gigantic hit album or pop song, somebody always says that they wrote it. Uh, and it happens with movies all the time, too. So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, again, there's no reason that you couldn't come up with your version of a carb-free diet. But does that mean that you fucking had any breakthrough? No. You were just taking the same information that everybody else has um, and put it out there. Let's go to Dave in Chicago. And by the way, it doesn't sound like either one of us know a lot of this uh, story. Uh, David in Chicago, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, buddies. I want to say, Fezzy better start using the word allegedly when he talks about it. None of this has been proven she did anything wrong. I and said accused. Yeah, but he, uh, only once. you got to use a little bit more. You know, just because your hatred because of her little vagina she has, she's pretty, and your hatred for that is the only reason you're talking Why about don't it. you like the Elizabeth Hasselbeck? What's the problem there, Fez? I just don't <clears throat> care for her smugness. I don't care. I, I definitely don't agree with her politically, that's for sure. I think her husband works here. Oh, I think yeah. he does stuff for the NFL. Yeah, I think Tim does work here. I, w why don't we book Tim on the show one day and Fez could just uh, tell him how he feels about his wife. Fine, if our schedules <laughs> coincide, fine. I have a feeling you'd be uh, a lot more uh, apt to say alleged well, if he was sitting in here. Well, I just love the way, you know, all the other women on The View have their great side projects and their other careers. Not, I'm not aware of this. Oh, sure. Joy Behar has her stand-up career and mm. her show that's going to be on Headline News this fall. Whoopi has her film and stand-up career. I don't know Whoopi still made films. Well, I'm sure that, you know, she's had a film career. And mm -hmm. uh, Sherry Shepard's getting a new show, a new TV show. So Is she an actual Shepard? No, That'd no. be fucking great if she was. She has nothing to do with sheep. Oh, too bad. And then Elizabeth, she does. She can't compete with the other people on her own show, so she goes and uh, allegedly steals book material. You're angry again today, aren't you? Angry, Fuzz. No, I was very, well, I was angry that I was accused of not saying allegedly. When do you see your, your med doctor? I see him next week. Let him know that it seems like you're angrier uh, than you used to be in the past. The crying has stopped. Yes. No doubt about it. Right. But where's Happy Fez? Where's the Fez that uh, everybody used to say, oh, he's adorable? You know what? It should be Happy Fez because I'm a happy when bad things happen to Elizabeth Hasselbeck.
again, that doesn't come off as happy. Just seems angry. Um, let's go over here to Justin in Massachusetts. Justin, what do you got for me, buddy? Morning, boys. Um, Lenny Dykstra is bankrupt and completely fucking crazy. Um, I uh, now the story's out that he's signed, uh, that he's filing for bankruptcy. Yeah, he did. Do me a favor. Send it to me uh, at ronandfez at AOL.com because I have been sending my dad every bad story I can find about Lenny Dykstra because at a certain point um, when Lenny was riding a little high there for a while, when they had him down as the money guy, my dad kept sending me every good thing about him. Like, <laughs> And somehow I started to feel like I was competing uh, with my dad, with Lenny Dykstra for my dad's love. So the second, and I wrote back to him, finally, I just write back, I go, Pop, trust me, this fucking guy's going to hit the wall like he used to in Atlantic City. He's gambling. A guy with a gambling problem should not be fucking w working Wall Street angles. It's like you, you find a guy, oh, you know, he's an alcoholic, uh, but oh, now he's opened up a vineyard and he's making the best wine. Eh, he's fucking still doing the same shit. Um... Here's uh, Tex in Texas. How ironic. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, man. I just want to know uh, what man sits around and watches The View anyway during daytime soap opera hours and stuff. Oh, I watch The View when I get the opportunity until they, move our, until they moved our schedule. I used to watch Hot Topics. And I'll tell you, since they moved our schedule, I have uh, no time in the morning. I feel like a fucking person. Like I have to get up and start moving and you know i used to feel like i had a uh, a, a day off and then went to work every fucking day and now i just feel like a regular person going oh i'm out of here that one hour made all the difference in the world now i just feel like any of you folks listening i'm just a regular guy 866 ron zero fez 866 Ron Zero Fez. Here's Mike in Toronto. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. How's it going, guys? Yeah. I got an Ichiban for you. What do you got for me, my friend? Uh, Toronto skyscraper, an elevator repairman falls down like, the elevator shaft to his death. Wow. I'm glad you're not giving the news, Stephen Wright. <laughs> Why angry? Why angry, Fez? I didn't and, mean it to be angry. But, but here's the thing. Your line wasn't angry, but the way you said it is, it's coming across angry. Really? Yes, on a constant basis. And I get uh, emails, and people send me, uh, I, I see their Twitter, Twitter pages. Um, one was sent to me, Angel Amy says she can no longer listen after all these years. This angry fez has just driving her up the wall, and she's screaming at her little radio. Stop it, fez. Stop it. I think they got your meds mixed up. I mean, I can check on that. I will, but I mean... See if you're taking something called hate pills. I think I would have recognized that on the prescription bottle. Let me just say something. You're a nice young woman. You've got your Thank whole you. uh, past behind you. You ought to get out and enjoy life. <clears throat> There's nothing to be this angry about. I just get a little wound up sometimes. Why? Meds? Maybe it's the meds. Uh, here is... I'm glad that you're with me on this already. At Alex. Alex, you're on the Ron Fez show. 
Hey, guys, what's going on? I was at a party um, a couple of years ago at uh, Mark Sanford's uh, mother's house. Yeah, I know, and I, I, know I, so we each know people. <laughs> what's that? Go ahead. Okay, so uh, anyway, I was, looking at, I was looking at uh, this more. desk here in their hallway, and sure enough, I saw a picture of Mark Sanford shaking hands with uh, Fidel Castro. It wasn't too long ago, but it kind of makes me wonder as to actually what he was doing down in uh, Buenos Aires or down in Argentina and saying that he was in the uh, Appalachian Mountains. Let me tell you something, brother. Anyone goes to Argentina has gone there for no good. Yeah. For no good. Yeah, I think we got to do a background here because he's not taking any answer, any questions or anything, and I'm down here in South Carolina, and uh, they don't know exactly what's going on, and he's not saying anything, so something's up, man. You you people in South Carolina should be in the streets like you're Iranians. You should be down there with torches and throwing rocks at cops and just going fucking nuts till you get to the bottom of this. Uh, did we have College World Series yesterday, Dave? Yes, we did. What happened? LSU came back 5-1. to one. And we're going the right, distance. Hold on. Let me just say this. Five to one, baby. One and five. Um, so I mean, LSU. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, Texas. Texas. LSU won the first game. Texas came back. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when's the uh, rubber game here? The rubber game is tonight on uh, at ESPN at 7 o'clock. All right. You better do one of your drunk texts to me because I'm going to forget all about it. <laughs> Uh, it's a Wednesday. I'll probably be sober, but would, would you mind a sober text? Uh, you've never sent me one, so I don't even know what that would be like. Well, you're going to get your first one Why don't tonight. you do this? Why don't you send a text to uh, to Pepper Hicks and let him send me a text? It's like his phone now okay. has a breathalyzer on it. That's the only way the texts start working. Why are you angry? No. I am not angry. I made that one up. Uh, and here's something for us all to feel nice about, Fezzi. Uh, did you check your email uh, today from uh, Dave's family? You and I have been invited to a lovely party that the McDonald's are throwing at the Borgata in Atlantic City. So really? We're all friends again. We're that, all friends again. Wow. That's uh, what the Mc, they call us the magnanimous McDonald's. That I didn't know you do. guys were partying in the Borgata. Yeah, I mean, we're going to keep uh, the uh, time and place out of it. But, yeah, there's a special celebration, and, and Ron and Fez are very, very, very... Now, what happens? You, you've run at a ballroom? What's happening here? <laughs> Come on in here. I want to I hear all the stories. Um, I need a few details. Yeah. The time and place, you're not going to know. No. All right. I mean, Borgata is enough for me. I'm going to write it down to you, Fezzi. Okay. What, what you're saying is you don't want any uh, scumbag listeners showing up. This is just for family and friends. This, this is what you've always wanted. This, just, this is what I wanted was the uh, the nice invite ahead of time. That's nice. This is just for family we and and special ones. Ron and Fez and a, and a couple other special special people. Uh, what are we going to be doing at the Borgata? Is it a big show? Ronnie, are you're we gambling? Gonna, Ron, let's gamble. Yeah. Ronnie, let's have a couple cocktails, maybe you not you, Mister B, but if oh, Fez I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna get, get the alcoholic a big fucking Sorry, margarita. What are you give doing? Give me a big Dave? soggy margarita. <laughs> Sorry, but we're gonna just have a good time. We're gonna do what friends do best. Why don't we do Bond. this? We're all wearing pinstripes. We come in singing, "Luck be a lady tonight." <laughs> we'll give each other nicknames going in. It'll be like, oh, we'll do like an Ocean's Eleven. I want that. All right, so. 
Uh, is there a big show we're all attending? Uh, well, we all are actually, we all getting rooms? Uh, well, I, yeah, I think. Well, people, it's up to people to get the rooms for themselves. I think. Yeah. Well, um, still, that's I'm fine. Getting the, I'm getting the fucking Fredo suite. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be living large. I mean, we're gonna be getting. See, I did. I did that from Swingers. <laughs> We're gonna. We're, my wife and I are getting just the, you know, the the meekest room available. Some people are gonna come and drive home. You know, I mean, they're, no, they're, not me, brother. It's too far yeah. from the city. Right. I want you to do this. Get in the elevator. Come up to my suite. <laughs> uh, so where are we meeting for for the party? For the party, that's at the Borgata Hotel. Yeah. Wait, wait, where? That's a good question. I don't know all the details of the Borgata yet. Like, well, I, well, I, I'm, I'm in. Are you in, Fezzi? Put me in for, as a plus two. I'm in. I am gonna right. go there and have the time of plus, my life. Wait, plus. Two? I'm going to yeah. I do the Earl gimmick now. Um, <laughs> well, I'm plus none, so okay. that's uh, perfect. Give Fez one of my uh, pluses. Okay, all right. So that's the uh, dates, Fezzy. We're all going to be enjoying ourselves right at the Borgata, the Borgata in Atlantic City. Yeah, and uh, we're, it's just just the you know pals. What? Let's all get big hats and walk the boardwalk. Right, we'll just walk the boardwalk. Is uh, is Pepper Hicks invited? He's getting uh, no. He hasn't got an invite yet. Round of feathers first. That's wow. what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Thank you. You know, um, just Ron and Fez and I. My wife said an invitation slipped out to Anthony. Beautiful, but not before Ron and Fez. Okay, now. And I told her Opie too. Bear got one. I know you don't want to say it on the air, Dave, but these are the dates. Yeah, those are the dates. Yeah. By the way, I think it's a bad idea to invite Anthony, because you're only going to see the back of his head. <laughs> well, we don't know much about the Borgata. I yeah. usually go into the most low-rent hotel casino as possible with you know my fucking dime. Well, trust me, you might get free rooms out of Anthony, because they <laughs> see him coming, and there's fucking guys jumping over the shrubbery to take his car. Well, we just want pointers. We don't want to, Mr. Anthony to do anything out of the ordinary. You know Anthony is his first name. Right. So when little Anthony is here, maybe you can call Mr. <laughs> okay, Anthony. Okay, all right. Same for little Anthony would like to come. <laughs> okay. okay, so these are the dates when the big party is that yes. I got invited to. That's the, those are the dates. Yeah. The same dates that I'll be on vacation and in Florida. Yeah. That uh, you what? that you knew about. I. You, well, we're all going to be on vacation. Exactly. Yeah, all... So you know where you knew we were going to be on vacation. I did. I had said I was going to Florida. Right, I and don't recall. So, and this is when the big when Borgata say, party is. When did you say you're going to Florida? Well, you did say it on the air. Oh, but yeah. I mean, that was so long ago. Like, no, I believe it was a couple days ago. Yeah, I can't. Monday. Uh, a couple days right like, before this invitation <laughs> went out, Ron. This very. Why didn't you cancel your plans? Yeah, cancel the, the plans. That's right, cancel the plans. This very, very convenient party planning and invitation. All right, 866. I won't be able to attend. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Brett, you're on the air with the Borgata Boys. Uh, not what, me. I'm not one. Uh, what can we do hey. for you? I got the Ichiban. Um, do I get a sounder? Yeah, I'll give you the sounder. Ichiban. In D.C., the Metro Collision was caused by a computer. The woman who was running it turned it over to the computer, and then she tried to stop it manually at the last second. They're picking us off in groups now. Uh, do, did we learn nothing from the fucking Terminator? Do Apparently not, not. Cha uh, trust the machines. 
do not trust the machines. Even when there is a human sitting there watching the machine, the machine is still going to do what it wants to. But the, our buddies from the uh, generic show are putting together a nice big get-together. It's generic palooza, and that's Saturday, July 18th, uh, down there uh, in Langhorne, PA. Yep, that's going to be at the Liberty's Old Colonial Inn on at 11 Beaver Street in Langhorne, PA. If you want more information about Generic Palooza, go to genericshow.com for that information. Uh, so um, he's got that. And then also, Chris Stanley, uh, the What Show is looking for the full hour, the blacked out hours. Oh, the other things? Yeah. All right, I'll have to find that in delay because I had, I had the original broadcast. He had That'll the original broadcast, but uh, I talked to uh, one of the big deals over there at the What Show. He said you only give him half of the original broadcast. Now, that was the entire broadcast. of well, That's, that's a, everything that happened that aired on the Saturday Night Live. So you got to find the part that didn't air. Yeah, exactly, yeah. All right, so um, that might take you a little bit? Yeah, I'll have to uh, look into that. All right, thank you. So that's all the business off the table. We plug the generic shows uh, gig. We're looking for the watch shows. Uh, we're just out there, uh, you know, making everything happen. Here's our old, old buddy Rhino. Rhino, you're on my Fez. Hey, buddies. Hey, Fez, why don't you just go to the Borgata? You know you're just going to be sitting in Florida on the plastic-covered couches and then going out to the Ruby Tuesday. I mean, sounds like a whole lot more fun and, and you know, up there. He's got a good point, Fezzy. Why don't you Borgato boy this thing? Because I have already made plans for things to do when I'm in Florida. I've made obligations that I have for these oh-so-convenient dates of when I will not be around, when huh. the big party is. I still get my plus two? Yeah, you still get okay, it, Ron. Ron, um... um I mean, it's just a coincidence, Fez. You know what this sounds like to it's me? It's a strange one, don't you think? You know what this sounds like to me? What? Uh, Jay Moore and the Mohegan Sun. The same exact things uh, happen uh, when Jay Moore asked you to uh, come see him at a casino, and you had to go to Florida, and the tears started flowing. Yeah, well, tears won't flow this time because I am... the new meds? Because I'm used to this. I'm used to this kind of thing. Uh, conveniently lost invitation. Oh, my mother should have told you. Oh, yes, we're going to the Brigada while you'll be in Florida. I'm used to it by now. It's an invitation. It's Invita an invitation. Invitations it are invitations. An, it is not an invitation. It, sure is, it is. It is an announcement of something you won't be around for. But can I just say this? We only, we're doing it. I had to give out the dates, the time, and the place. <laughs> we're, who's that going to hurt? <laughs> we're doing it's an it, open place. We're doing it on vacation. Our the on yeah. Ron Fest vac show vacation. Also, it's her birthday, so that's like I'm, I can't force her to you know put off her birthday party. You know, uh, you had your child's birthday party a month before her birthday, so don't act days. like the McDonald family has trouble shaking some things up. Yeah, why can't hmm. you plan? Very. Why can't you plan your wife's birthday around Fez's I schedule? I guess I'm gonna have to. No, they, that's exactly what they did. He waited till he heard what I was doing on the vacation, and then went and did this. Your voice is cracking. Your voice is cracking. You're on angry pills. Uh, Tim in New York, you're on Fez. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Hey, Fezzy, you're making it sound like it's a conspiracy. Why yes. don't you go to the party, right? Enjoy the party, and then jump on a flight and go down and enjoy your vacation. This Just is in the middle of the vacation. Come to the party. 
It's going to be a great party. Fez. Can I tell you something? If you loved and cared about the McDonald's as much as you let on, you would do this. You would, for all that I'm hearing is, oh, I want to be in Dave's family. I want to have everything. I want to be like Dave's spinster aunt. Now here's your opportunity. You go down to the board. God, I know you don't gamble. Go get some of those salt water taffies until you fucking, your blood sugar explodes. Right. And this will be like the seventh invite that you're rejecting. Put them in one of those carts and you can push them up and down the fucking boardwalk. This is no invitation. This is something you you waited until you heard what I was doing and then put out an invitation. I didn't. I don't recall that, Fez. Then you don't listen to the show that you're on. Monday is such a blur, though. It's Wednesday. You did this on purpose? Yes, of course I will fucking did. laugh no. if it's something that you guys planned. No. I will fucking laugh. He can't even <laughs> answer your question without laughing. I'm of course laugh. they did this on purpose. It's nervous laughter. I didn't know he had Borgata money. All I hear about is, oh, we're broke, oh, the kids. Yeah, my, where did that, where did this lotto money come from? My parents gave oh. us anniversary money. Oh, you using it on the kids? <laughs> it's anniversary <laughs> money. My mom wouldn't accept it. The kids are staying with the parents, and they're forcing us to go out. Literally. Is this two oh, nights? brother. We're going to be there for uh, two nights? The McDonald's can only afford one night. Mm. But uh, everyone else is more than welcome to stay here, too. Fez? Oh, wait. See? It was totally <laughs> done on purpose. The smirks, the comments. No, it's, I'm anxious. That's why I'm laughing. You gave him a fucking receipt. It's a good bit. Yeah. It's a good fucking bit. Yeah, and this is like the biggest, grandest party you've ever planned. This is going to be the tops. We wish you were there. We, we wish you are coming. Why don't you just... Can't make it, my friend. Can't make it. Can't you just shorten your vacation in Florida? I made plans during that week. Boy, things just can't work out, I guess. No, not if you're planning them. Uh, Jerry in California, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ron, I got a Ichiban about uh, Obama. He says he's uh, 95% cured of smoking. Hey, I'm 95% cured of all my problems, still. I'm with him 100%. <laughs> it's just that 5%. That's when I like to fucking step out. Maybe, you know what, now that you, you want me drinking at the Borgata, <laughs> maybe this is going to be one last run for Ronnie B. One last fucking howl at the moon. No, I don't want you drinking. I just... I want you to do this. Spoke. I think this would be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's your chick's birthday? Mm-hmm. I want the two of you to sit there and look at the back of my head while I play blackjack. <laughs> what the fuck? I want you, seriously, I want you to have the greatest night of your life. No. I'll be at the five And when I start screaming machines. and throwing cards back at dealers... <laughs> Spitting on the fucking table. Magnolia, that son of a bitch. <laughs> Drag his ass across the table. Oh, I'll even go back even a, a little fucking earlier. I'll go fucking hard eight. Come on, old timer. <laughs> Come on, old timer. Um, look who it is. It's our good friend, the always lovely and beautiful Brazilian Julie. Uh, hello, Julie. Hi, Mr. B. Hi, Fezzy. Fezzy, honey, you need to chill out. You need some disco music. You need to get down and dance. Get all that stress out. That is true, Fezzy. You are really stressed. Want right. to turn this into a disco weekend? There you go. Or I guess a Do disco we Wednesday or Thursday, whatever it is. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a Saturday. 
Why wouldn't you go then, Fez, if it's a Saturday? I'm not going to be here. I thought here. you were giving the, time, the day away. I think, it's, I think it's Friday night. Oh, yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> I thought you didn't want... I get a fucking second of sleep. Uh, I, I, I thought you didn't want fucking listeners calling the hotel and dumb there's a bomb in your room. <laughs> um, Julie, are you going to make this uh, occasion? I might have to plus three this one. Well, uh, uh, here's uh, Kyle in North Carolina. Hey, Fezzy, just want to uh, ask you, do you think it's possible to plan one day to have a huge party at the Borgata? You think Dave thought about it Tuesday and was able to put it together? You're crazy. Seems like it. No, I mean, we've been playing Well, this. it doesn't seem like there's any details. We're not no. meeting at any club. No, we right, have, There's yeah. no big show we're all attending. There hasn't been any planning at all. Get your own room if you want to go. I mean... It's like details to unfold, you know? It's like a fun little... I love it's it. It's like a teaser, you I know? I love it. It's so exciting. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> it's like a game show, like yeah. a TV game show. Yeah, it's like Amazing Race. Yeah, I'm in Amazing Race now. Yeah. Uh, not for you, Fez? No, not for me. Won't be making it. Not my scene. Oh, Fez. You hurt us so. My poor wife would love to see. She's Dave, the one who uh, invited you Dave. guys. Uh, no one believes you. Just so I can point that out while you you're a bothering Fez. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even I get this gimmick. That's <laughs> not a gimmick. We I love it. Wait a second. Remember, uh, I think it was like last week or something I said that we were thinking about going to AC on vacation or uh, Boston. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. So, so you're I not mean, going to New England at all? If we're going to do this, I don't think we can afford it. Unless we might be able to do it in the beginning of vacation for like a, a, a day. We might do that, but, you know, we can't go spend crazy. But so there is proof that I, I did this before Monday. No, there isn't, Dave. You said you were going to New England on your vacation. No, I, How? Said, I said New England in, 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 in AC. You Everyone never said that. anything about a party. No, I, I, I didn't say party because I wasn't sure if we were going to have it a party. Why don't you just go, Fez? I am not Show going. Show them up. Put on your, uh, your, your brightest dress and go there and hold your head proud. We want you there. If you uh, could say it without smirking, I might even start okay. to believe it. John in Denver, you're on a Fez. Hey, buddy, I doesn't want to say Fezzy's not going to change plans, because if he did, he'd have to stop complaining like a little bitch about it. Just like, you know, he, said, he hates Sandra Bullock and Elizabeth Hasselbeck, because he likes it because that's his hate speech. He's a heterophobe, and he hates heteros, and he is just hate speech for him. Right, right? Here's Fezzy. what happens. And I'm just going to fucking pull the curtain back a, a little bit. Dave uh, likes to turn the audience against Fez. Yes. Oh. For whatever and, reason. And he's acting all magnanimous now. Here's a, here's a party. That means. Here's a party that, that Fez can't go to, but oh, I'm begging and pleading for him to change his plans and come and be with us now. If I could. Yes, it's such a ploy just to make people want to hate me. Then you should George Costanza of this thing and show up there. If I could, I would get on a knee to beg for Fez. No one believes you. See, uh, this is if your I gimmick. Could. This is your bit. Right, this then, is, then he this, looks like the good guy. This is why we have calls like John for, from Denver calling me a little bitch, because you're doing this now. I remember Homotron 5000? Yes, I remember that email. Homotron. Some kind of gay robot or something. Oh, mm. look at him, Fuzzy. Yeah. Look what he likes to do. Keep stirring it up. That's what he enjoys. I no one falls for it anymore. He likes maybe, it. you know, idiots like John from Denver, maybe he falls for it. But no one in this room. 
Honestly, this is an earnest invitation. I, I didn't know that. You, I, I don't. I didn't know the exact. I didn't, I didn't know you're going to be on vacation while we were on vacation. No, I knew that, but I didn't know the exact details of your vacation. And I thought because it's he, that, he told me Florida because I busted his balls, right, and then no. he yelled at me, "I'm going to see my sister." I remember just to shut my pie hole. I couldn't fight with that. But this is this actually the reason why we chose the end of the week was because we thought there could be a chance that everyone was back from their various vacations. Why wouldn't mm -hmm. you just ask the, the Rons, yeah. the Fezes? So there's one is, Ron, there's one Fez. So there is. This isn't on a an exact birthday. Oh, no, the exact birthday is the 22nd. Right. Yeah, when I'd be in town. <laughs> that is true. Right, but we It'd only have, uh, but this is vacation, you know, it's like. Well, what's the matter if it's a weekend? Weekend's a weekend. Well, because we, we're. Let saying, me go to somebody okay. who always fucking knows Fez and is pretty uh, up and down the middle as a judge here. Uh, Death Metal Mo. Mo, how are you? Gentlemen, 917, no check in this morning. Right, let me give you this. Hoo and before we go anywhere, um, I wanted to ask you this. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think of our new game show, Raise the Fist of the Metal Child? You know, I uh, I got to catch it on replay. I'm sorry, Ronnie, I didn't hear it, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. And I'm thinking about metal. actually one day doing Raise the Fist of the Death Metal Child. I don't know. This thing seems like it has legs. Everybody <laughs> but Matty Fridays loves it. <laughs> um, Mo, <laughs> what do you think's going on today between Fez and Dave? Uh... I just wanted, well, I mean, it's more of the same. I just, I kind of called to, to let Dave know, I mean, you should just stop saying you're sorry, bro, because you're obviously not sorry. You keep doing that. It is true, Dave. Thank you're not you. sorry. Thank you, Mo, for being able to see what he's doing. Not a problem, Big Fez. I'm, I'm pleased with the callers. If all you have is a cheap shot at Fez, just, like, you know, tuck some more chew in the corner of your mouth and shut the hell up. Sit the fuck down. Don't oh. call. I'm so sick of it. That's an anti-Southerner remark, and I'm not going to be a part of it. God bless the stars and bars. Yeah, you can have them. All right, Mo. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I got an email here from Tanya. This is so obviously a bit now. Dave should have planned it on the day Fez was flying out. Laugh out loud. Is this a bit? It's not a bit. Honestly, it's not a bit. It's a bit. He's doing it on purpose. Is this a bit to you? No. It's, oh, you... it's not a bit to me. Yeah. It's it, not funny at all to me. It's not a bit. But I see right you, through I it. I swear yeah. to God yeah. as a Catholic. I swear, swear to God. as a Lutheran. I swear to God. I swear to God as a Catholic. I swear to God. You I guys didn't, didn't work this out. It's not a funny bit you're playing on the rest of it. I swear to God in the Because I would Bible. be proud of you both for fucking doing show prep. I mean, if this is a fucking bit between you guys, I would finally be like, oh, the guys care about the show. Well, I swear to God that I care about the show, but this is not a bit. Radio Shark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Both are lies. Hey, Fez, give me that invitation. I'll go in your place. Stink bum the hell out of the place. I'll forward you the email. All right, I'll bring a centerpiece or something. All right, see, that hurts his feelings. I serve. Oops, sorry about that, Radio Shark. I thought you were done. That's the longest you've ever stayed on. He's really going to have his little feelings hurt, and he's going to go back to calling himself Connie from fucking <laughs> Des Moines. Uh, Glad has asked, this is a very surprising thing. Now, Glad, Fezzy, they are the gay and lesbian what? Um, uh, they're anti-defamation. Uh, okay. What's the D stand for? I guess dick. De defamation. Okay. It's, yeah. Gay and lesbian alliance against defamation. There's Thank two A's in much. the Glad. Thanks. Thank God somebody understands this. Eastside Dave. Well, there's two A's in there. I got you. Uh, Glad... Uh, now, they normally go around protecting gay people. Uh, this time, they are demanding an apology from Perez Hilton and said, 
for the slurs he hurled at Will I Am of the Black Eyed Peas, saying, for someone in our own community to use it to attack another person by saying that it is, quote, the worst possible thing that thug would ever want to hear is incredibly dangerous. Now, it always gets to me uh, when people attack their own. And I just feel like, here's Prez Hilton. He gets his ass fucking handed to him. He gets so beat up, he has to Twitter the police. And then uh, Glad turns their back on him. Yeah, because he's using a, a defam- uh, defaming word. He's the one who's out there well, using did, the word. What did he say, the N-word? No, he didn't say the N-word. He said the other F-word. Fuck. No, the other F-word. Fisting. No. Yeah. Flatulence. A word that you'll never use? A word that I do not like to use. And you will not use it. It's something that... Um... Now, this is new. Uh, because I remember when the N-word uh, came out, uh, it took everybody a little time to adjust to N-word. But now we have, uh, as you call it, the other F-word? Yes. Hmm. Although we can say fuck and you won't be offended by that. No, I'm fine with that F-word. It's interesting. The only F-word my parents had a problem with <laughs> is in. <laughs> Uh, so it can't be forgiven for what he's done or he's got to uh, turn around because it can never be used. Uh, and you won't put up with this even uh, with your friends saying it. I know we have a friend who likes to uh, drop that bomb in your, and you're always offended by it. Yes, I am. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to I mean, I'm going to say out loud on the radio that I'm offended. But and I wish they wouldn't use that word. But, but what can but, I do? But uh, what about you, Dave? Do you ever use that word? Yeah, I've used it before, and uh, I'll probably still use it uh, currently. And I don't think that Perez Hilton did anything saying shit in the heat of battle. Right. You say whatever in the heat of battle. He was off his rocker. Say whatever you want to say. You say it. You don't feel good about it, but you know what? You say it, and you can't blame someone for saying it. You know that's a really good uh, point, Fuzzy, because I remember the first time. I was a little kid. I'm like a fucking, you know, third grade, fourth grade, something like that. And a kid calls me a motherfucker. And I took it so literal that I ran at him, punching him and fucking kicking, (laughs) thinking he actually, you know, I pictured my own mother in that fucking scenario. It just seemed like, the, you know, at the time, the worst thing I could hear. But as time went by, I went, oh. They're not talking about my mom. This is just a fucking, you know, a slur sometimes to hurt someone's feelings. Other times just as a joke, like, hey, you motherfucker. Yeah. You know, nobody takes that the wrong way now. And there's a big umbrella with the other F word. I mean, it, I think it means dick. It mean it can mean asshole. It, I think it means know, sissy. It does mean that, or, too. Or... None, um... But I think, like, Perez Hilton used it as, like, I think it means like shit. I think it means, like, uh, deviant. I think it means, right. like, pervert, like, freak. No, I don't think most of the time you say it, like, if you're going to say someone's shoes look like that, you know what I mean? You really do mean less than masculine. Well, like, I've called, like, a boss who I don't get along with the other F word, okay? And I've never meant, like, deviant thing. I just mean, like, that guy's he's just a piece of garbage. Mm. And so that's how I I mean it. So I mean that I, there's no there's no sexuality enters it at all. Oh, I I I disagree. I think it normally means um less than masculine. Like if you see a guy with a handbag, mm-hmm. you're going to hit him with that. 
or a certain haircut, uh, shoes. A V-neck shirt. Oh, V-neck shirt will work for you. They're back in. I normally call golfers that because the golf <laughs> get-up right. is uh, a little in that direction. But I don't understand. You know, one of the things that at least black people will do, and I'll give her all credit for this, is he'll, he'll allow black people to use the word. Where the the glads, and this would get on my nerve if I was Perez Hilton, I would say, well, who fucking elected you as boss over me? Where were you when my dad was fucking slapping me for being like this? Right. You know? Uh, will you use this word? Uh, all the time. Yeah, I use it all the time. How does that make you feel, Fizz? I don't care for it. I don't disgust like it. You? Yeah, it does. does. he disgust you? Mm-hmm. When he does that, yes. Calm disgusting. You're disgusting, Chris hey, Stanley. That's good. Like in the office, that's all we do is pretty much that. say that word back and forth. Sometimes we don't even have sentences with other words in them. We just yell the word out. <laughs> and what does that accomplish? <laughs> well, friends, this is going to be a long haul for you, trying to uh, to adjust people to this. Oh, and yeah, I, that's uh, for sure, because that word has been around forever like the other words. Totally uh, committed to it, though. Yes, I am. But will that change your opinion of somebody? Let's suppose, like, you're getting along with a fella, then you hear him say that. Changes your opinion? It does. Because he's thoughtless at that point. Yeah. There, there, I mean, there's one person in particular that um, I have changed opinions on because I just hear it constantly from that person. Uh, let's try to guess who the person is. Is it someone we all know? Yes. Somebody we work with? Uh, no. But do they work in radio? No. They're just like a listener friend? Right. Yeah. And, and I don't know why it's... Maybe it's the 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 quantity of the times I hear it out of this person. Yeah. That maybe uh, that's what it is. Where, I mean... And, I, and I'll be honest. I mean, it takes me aback when I hear a friend of mine say it. Right. But, you know, this person, for some reason, there's so much of it. It seems to infiltrate every thought. That that's why my opinion has started to change. Is it a girl? No. Oh, I was going to guess that certain type. Is it of a girl. man? Yes. <laughs> you, it? You're narrowing it down, Sherlock. Well, I, my next was going to be: Is it transgender? <laughs> I'm glad no. I got that man question out. I, then. W- what's your guess? Because I had HTG. Is it Mafia Life, Chris? No. Shit. Is it Franklin? No. <laughs> Franklin. Franklin is one. Yeah, really. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, is it somebody who's been up here um, in the new studio? I don't know. They haven't been in the new studio. Okay. Hates gays. Just uses that word a lot. I think is a very good friend. I think loves me, loves other people, you know, but just it's uses this be, word a lot. It's got to be Mikey background. No. Because I've heard him. He says it constantly. Does he? Who do you got? Is it Fred from Brooklyn? No. I've never heard Fred say it. Me neither. I know he has salty language. He calls everybody cunt. I know. That's why. I thought maybe he was going... I thought for sure it was HTG. I'm fucking completely lost. Because the thing she says is sheepy. It's not dumpling, is it? The intern? Dumpling's great. No. Dumpling is the nicest guy in the world. I just want to make sure. I always see him out there smoking cigarettes. (laughs) One fucking six inches away from the no smoking sign. (laughs) He goes just on the other side of it. I'm really lost with this. A friend of ours who's um, always saying that in front of you, and you think they think good things about you as a person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure of that, but just uses that word a lot. 
Is it Greg Vacation? Yes. GVAC? It's GVAC? GVAC uses that word. Go to ronfez.net. It's in almost every other post he puts up there. Wow. I didn't know that. I in, did fact, know. in fact, he has a post up there now where it says, I've used it that word ever since I was a kid, and I'm not going to stop using it. I just want you to know, before you blame GVAC, all the people uh, uh, we mentioned also use that word. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. And everyone in the, and I in the adore place. the guy, but I just I just notice how often it gets used. Hmm. Is he using person it's for everything? Does he have you heard him say it in person or just on boards, message boards? I think just on the message board. I don't know if I've ever. I don't know if I've heard him say it in person. Maybe. So this is un, uh, unacceptable to you. I just yeah, I don't like it. Hmm. I want to. Do uh, you demand an apology? I just wish he would stop. I don't need an apology from him. I just wish he would stop. I want to bring it up from another person uh, that we all care about who uh, keeps using uh, or has used that word a lot and on the air here. Uh, and this is from the NEW days. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. Hmm. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. Here's another one. The faggot of the opera. So that's me. The faggot of the opera. What I don't like is the venom. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. You used to uh, call Al Dukes that. Yes, I did. You took a boy who, let's face it, was very borderline about his sexuality. Um, one night, I know you tricked him into kissing another man by putting a blindfold on him, telling him, guess what girl's going to kiss you, and then pushed a gay man into his face, and they tongued each other. Was that me? It was you or your fucking partner. It was one of the two, you losers. The faggot of the opera. Radio Psychic. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. Oh. Well, I owe Al Dukes an apology. Why Al Dukes? You said it to the entire uh, tri-state area. This was you spreading your hate all over uh, New York City and the uh, surrounding fucking no-neck suburbs, places like Long Island or Somerville, New Jersey, where, let's face it, People aren't exact are, are looking for uh, a reason to hate. Yeah, I wonder if one of the the youngsters listened to that show thought this is so cool. Why don't I go to school tomorrow and kick an effeminate boy? Right, I know I did. The faggot of the opera. That one you actually used as a drop. That was a drop at the time. I shouldn't have said it. I was wrong. I'm going to call my gay brother and apologize to him. For what? For Fez. Well, for being born? Not being able to swallow his cum. <laughs> uh, Greg, uh, Greg in Austin, Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, good. I just want to say uh, 
if you guys have seen Louis C.K.'s most recent comedy special, uh, Chewed Up, the first couple of minutes are all about this, all about talking about the F word, if you will. Louis C.K. is doing some brilliant stand-up. He really is. Seriously. He's one of the few stand-ups out there that's working uh, in the same fucking direction of what uh, Pryor and Carlin were doing. He's just not going for the quick joke, but he's uh, stepping outside the box a little bit. I think it'll turn around for him in Unmasked. I think really after the Unmasked, I think he said to himself, <laughs> you know, uh, I could do better. No, no, seriously, he's doing really brilliant work. Um, but look who it is. Craig's Vacation. This is going to be tense. Let me bring him on, the man I like to call. The faggot of the opera. Here's GVAC. GVAC. <laughs> Gentlemen, good afternoon. How are you today? Oh, uh, absolutely wonderful. Yourself? Uh, all good. I guess um, Fezzi uh, has a problem with some of the stuff that you write on RonFez.net because uh, you're still you know, in his act. I'm, uh, I'm a little shocked, you know. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, my, my whole point was uh, it, it's really, really difficult, if not impossible, to try and keep up with which words now are okay, which aren't. Every group all of a sudden decides, okay, we like this, but not this. This is good, this isn't. I think I, I think even like what Fez was referring to, I said how uh, queer used to be like a terrible thing, and then the homosexual community co-opted that word for itself. Right. And now they love it, and they embrace it. Uh, now, apparently... So I, I, am I allowed to say the F word, or do I have to refer to it as the F word? I think you can say whatever you want. This is an Excel okay. channel. But now all of a sudden, faggot is terrible. Oh, but maybe Let in him. three years we'll have, uh, you know, uh, faggot eye for the straight guy or whatever. I mean, maybe they'll love that word. And it, it's almost impossible to keep up with all this stuff. I, I got to agree there, Fuzzy. I don't know where it ends. I don't know where it ends. I don't That's think it's impossible to keep up with it. I mean, people know that's a slur. I don't. I don't see where. But, 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 but then a memo has to go but out. He's right. Queer used to be a slur, mm -hmm. and now it's not. So yeah, it does change. This one has not changed. It, well, it used to not be so bad. No one ever used to complain about it. So I've just noticed that you use it a lot, GVAC. I, I mean, I, I, in a lot of different posts. Do you, do you find him to be anti-gay? No, I don't think he's anti-gay. what's the big problem? No, it's just that it's an offensive word, I mean, to me, and I've never said to him to quit using it. It's not an offensive word to you. We just played you uh, using it and having fun with it. feel a little set up yeah yeah i said yeah. <laughs> yeah i feel a little set up but i have i mean maybe then i did maybe then i was the same way where i did well, then, where well, i thought it was a fun word then, now i see it as a hateful word i've well, changed yes exactly so why should everybody else why do you expect everybody to catch up to what's ever bothering you now it doesn't make any sense do you think people were offended then you were on terrestrial radio at the time, right? Right. Did we get fined? No. Did any we get any hate mail? No. So what's the problem? How you just said to GVAC, oh, these things uh, it's always been that way. It absolutely is not. We ran that bit for six months with the Al, slowly driving him fucking crazy. <laughs> but just like uh, what you're doing with Dave, 
You expect us all to be on your vac- uh, on your vacation schedule. You want us to make the changes when you do. Somehow you see us like a fucking uh, a, a bunch of fucking geese flying where we're all supposed to turn at the same time. Well, I guess I mean I guess that's wrong, but I mean I have I've changed my feeling about the word. So what? And I mean, and I don't. I mean, I can't expect other people to quit using the word. I can't expect that. I don't expect GVAC to quit using it. But I thought if something bothered me, I should point it out. I, I really, I do feel bad that you're bothered by it, Fez. I, I uh, you know, if it bothers you that much, I mean, you know, I, I'll be a little more sensitive about it. But I really, like I said, I just can't completely. I literally have been saying. I think we said that when we were in kindergarten. You know. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's what you posted. You're playing ball after school? No, oh, come on, don't be a faggot. You know, I mean, it was just one of those things. It was never, you know, I don't know. It would normally get used when people are acting like you're uh, acting out, Fez. Mm-hmm. Sensitive. And I see you're going back into the old Fez, where it looks like instead of being angry like you were a little bit ago, you know, your eyes are watering up and, you know. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm kind of embarrassed that I use that word, too. Why? Because I've been talking about... I've, because I wasn't practice, practicing what I preached. Well, you weren't preaching that. Right, that's you, true. Your preaching only started the other day. And now you expect everybody else to suddenly be in the same religion. Yeah, I mean, well, I understand that. It's um. You feel backed into a corner. You feel like I backed you into a corner. Well, I feel re- the weird thing is, like, I didn't even remember that until it was played. Then it all came rushing back. And it, it just sounds, I mean, it really sounds awful to me. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. That sounds horrible. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. And that, that hurts your feelings. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just ashamed of myself. Because of, you haven't told your family? No, not nice that big kind of shame. Of the opera uh, yeah. proud Because you have so much more to be ashamed of than that. Oh, there's plenty of shame here, yes. But no, that, because I was saying that. And so gleefully. Mm. You were even the one that added the extra sound effects. Listen to this. The faggot of the opera. Yeah, that's brutal. I don't know. It's I remember it being one of the funniest bits. Hmm. Everybody used to love that bit. And then uh, Al got so mad that you tricked him into kissing a guy that he broke Anthony's foosball table. Oh, yeah. So he came back. He gave uh, a uh, pinball machine to <laughs> O&A. Opie destroyed the pinball machine with a fucking giant mallet. <laughs> Sticky fingers. You used to listen back then, huh? Fuck yeah, man. It was a great fucking pinball machine. As funny as it was, then we're like, now what are we going to play? <laughs> Opie, you broke this. <laughs> we were betting on that every night during the commercial. <laughs> we used to extend the commercial breaks. All right, Fuzzy, I see you're upset. I see that you're upset. I feel bad that Dave uh, found that old bit. No, I mean, I should be, if I was using that word, I should be called on it because I've been talking about, I don't want, I didn't want Perez Hilton using it, and I talked about how sensitive I was with GVAC. So you want to apologize to GVAC and say I'm no better than you? As a matter of fact, I'm worse. I don't think I'm worse. Ten times worse? No. 
Just as bad as GVAC, but I'm no worse. All right, GVAC. All right, gentlemen. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Thanks, GVAC. Good. Bye-bye. Mm. Here's uh, Trevor. Trevor, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. What's going on? Yeah. I was just thinking, I just I don't understand how anyone can be offended by a word. I mean, it's isn't it all about the intent that a word is used? I think, like, when, when Fez was saying uh, the faggot of the opera, you weren't saying faggot like it's a bad thing, like it's bad to be gay, right? Yeah, he was. He was yeah, I think I was then, yes. Al Dukes about that. Because uh, because it was the mo- it was the thing that could drive Al Dukes the most up uh, the most crazy. It was the thing that would hurt Al Dukes the most. I think. But don't you think this? When most of us say that, right? We're not talking about the sexual act between two men. We're normally talking about the music our buddies like. The kind of fucking shoes they're wearing, the fact that they're riding around on a jet bike, they're bad at sports. <laughs> yes, yeah, we brought it up. That's where you kind of yeah. learned it when you play sports. When you didn't play aggressive, that's what your buddies would say to you. If you didn't want to go out, you know, it's Friday night, and the guy, your friend, wants to stay home. Right? What the hell? Or what, if what you're you? saying, I'll drink beer and not whiskey. Right. Boom, your friend's all over. No, I only want one hit of Bastet. Huh? Then you know what you are. What are you? So you disagree that it's the intent of word, Fez? No, I, just, I think when, I mean, I understand the examples that you guys put out there, but to me, that word sounds like it has extra ill intent to it. Like it's just, you know, it's just meaner. I don't think that you are... Uh, accepting of the word because you're not a, a, accepting of other things in your life. I think that's what that, I think that's what frightens you most of all. And I think you want the world to change before you change. You want the world to do your work for you. And that's the deal. And until you get around to saying. Uh, I do what I want, and I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks of it. You won't be safe. Uh-huh. You will not be safe because you're because then the world can fucking hurt your fucking feelings. But to me, uh, Dave, what's your favorite fucking food? Pork chops. All right. Could the world embarrass you for eating pork chops? Could the world make you feel ashamed of the fact that you're sitting down eating your greasy pork chops? No, I'd be pr- there, proud. Could there be any pork chop joke that would make you go home and cry about no. it? No, Because he's totally okay with eating pork chops. Uh-huh. Until you get to be totally okay with yourself, then you're going to, uh, to fucking worry about that. Now, if I, if I said to Dave, you act like an old lady... Should he be offended? Um, I would say not. Because he doesn't think he's an old lady. Right. That's why he's not going to get offended if I call him anything else. It's only when you believe you're those fucking things that can offend you. Now, is it okay if I call him an old lady? Or do old ladies have to go, do you know how hot it is to be an old lady? <laughs> I get up, my back hurts, my knees hurts, my big toe just was taken off. It's, it's awful to be an old lady. <laughs> Now I have to hear these slurs, these hateful, venomous slurs. Old lady. From that faggot. (laughs) 
But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. Somebody's going to get hurt by everything that you call your friends. Somebody, <laughs> if they're listening in, if if I say to them, you act like a girl. What is every fucking woman supposed to come to me and say, do you know how hurtful that is? I was born with a vagina. <laughs> right. Don't do this. Don't use that word that way. to say it like old times don't you no i do not want to say it enunciate better i do not want to say it <laughs> nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear listen to the laughs you were getting in those days though must have been a funny hat it was one of those regular phantom of the opera hats i remember the first time i got called a fag when my brother caught me reading a book <laughs> caught me reading a book yeah I'm big on the education, huh? Mm -mm. No. Well, you know, I could have been out. I could have been chasing yeah. girls. I could have been doing something. Just trying to read, though. I mean, trying to be literate. I don't Still. think it's... Well, okay. Uh, Adam in Massachusetts, you're on Fez. Yeah, hey. Yeah, I think Fez's secret is trying to take it on a life of itself that... Without his secret, he's not going to have anything left. You know, it's, it's given him some sort of power. It's given him attention. And I'm afraid that, you know, once he lets it out, he might, he's afraid that he might not have anything left inside. You know, it's become part of his identity, the secret, rather than who he is. I mean, it's a part of my life, Adam, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's it at all. What is it, then? No, I think it's me changing as a person, um, you know, getting more in touch with myself. Oh. Chaz. The Divinals song? I touch myself when little kids watch me. I touch myself in front of Al Dukes. I touch myself. Somebody said you stopped wiping. Now, who would say that? Jeevac, I think, posted it. I still wipe. Uh, Keith. Keith, you're on running Fez. Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, I'm from... Uh, we use the word puff or puffter for exactly the same reason people in this country use the word faggot. So, Fezzy, is, is that another word that we're not allowed to use now? Cause it means Does puffer bother you, Fez? You know what? I've never really heard poofer that much. It, uh, I'll be honest. It doesn't bother me because it's not... Part of my culture. What about Ponzi? I've never heard of that. Don't you say Ponzi too? Yeah, yeah, Ponzi, Puff, Puffster. We sometimes use the word faggot too, but not as much. But it all means exactly the same thing. But if I was behaving like a girl when I was a kid, my friends would say, Stop being a puff. It's the same thing, exactly the same thing. But, would it be better yeah. for you if we all start using puff as. I think it would probably catch up. It has like a nice, like, magical feeling yeah, about that. It sounds like disappearing. Oh, you know what? You look like a fucking puff in that beard of yours. That yeah. fucking, uh, your cum catcher. I'll you take it. Puff. I'll take it. Here's a rabbit. Puff. All right. We're going to break your puffers. <laughs> I don't know um, if it's going to catch on. Now that you've been caught. Faggot of the opera. 
Why don't you come to the big uh, party at the Borgata? It's all happening. I have plans when the Borgata party is. I will be on vacation, and I have plans on those vacations. There's going to be a lot of food, some cheese puffs. Um, I think they're puffs. It's a difference. I don't. Anybody who eats one is uh, Justin in Iowa. Yeah, Ron, why are you trying to help out Fez? You know he's not going to listen. Did I hear Iris? No. <laughs> you did not. I could have I heard Iris. No, that was Sally Mae. <laughs> that was Sally Mae. So what? To make fun of an old lady. It's not right. Everything hurts. <laughs> Everything hurts. I'm off to play canasta. Oh. Uh, yeah, you're right. Fez doesn't want to. Uh, but you know what, Fezzy? Try try to guess who sent me this. If you had to guess. I I mean, I have a guess. Go ahead. Mikey Boy. No. Would Mikey Boy ever hurt you like that? No, Mikey Boy wouldn't hurt me, but I, Mikey Boy's the only one that's so thorough. Mm-hmm. He would have everything. The person who sent me that was Al Dukes. Really? Mm-hmm. So who, he keeps it. He has kept it over the years, and he also wrote to me, that that was one of the lowest times of his life. He goes, I know that you used to tell me it was good radio, but it was one of the lowest times of my life. And he sent me those. Is there anything you'd like to say to him, though? I would like to apologize to Al Dukes. You said in case you do that, he doesn't want it. Well, then that, I don't know what to say to Al Dukes. Yeah. All right, we're going to break here. Uh, what do you want to talk about when you get back, Fuzzy? We'll change the topic. Uh, Richard Nixon. Some more tapes came out. Oh, we're current. Current events with the Ron and Fez show. I ain't gonna walk again. Not even on crutches. I ain't gonna cry. I ain't gonna cry, man. Research, do not cry. Yeah, buddy, this is the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And if you happen to be in Canada, New Brunswick uh, in particular, wow, do we've got some great news for you right now. It's Ron and Fez, the official satellite radio show of the Campbellton Salmon Festival. The Campbellton Salmon Festival, it starts this Friday at the Civic Center. That's going to be the big Salmon Festival supper feast going on. Plus, there's all kinds of things goes on for 10 days, including over the weekend, the Miss Salmon Festival competition and Little Miss Salmon pageant. Uh, coming up a little later on in the show, we should be discussing the new Transformer 2 movie with Paul O. It uh, comes out today. Yeah, it comes out today. It's I not think. even like a, a midnight uh, deal. Not, it's just a regular. It's just out. Yeah, for the July. Uh, has not been an exciting movie, even for the popcorn heads. Haven't been all that excited. The only one I know that's happy about Transformers is Crazed. Uh, he said Transformers best movie of all time. 
uh, and Craze uh, and Craze thinks the Transformers Two is going to be double the fun. I caught a bootleg of it uh, last night. Oh Jesus! And I couldn't hear half of the movie. Yeah, but it's not good. Well, you're not supposed to give that away. That's Paul O's job uh, to be into that. Here's an interesting thing, Fezzi. You're familiar with the Johnny Depp? He's playing Dillinger this summer, and he's also big in the Pirates movies. Right. Well, he's in Chicago at uh, Gibson's uh, Steakhouse. I've uh, eaten there myself. A uh, very nice place. Uh, he has such a, a, a nice meal, he hands the waiter $4,000. Yeah, um, see, to me, that's uh, kind of attention-grabbing when you go that high and above because I, I've i never done a $4,000 tip, but I have gone way above the normal tip, and to me, it's attention-grabbing. When the waiter comes over and gives you a hug because you've been so good to him. But you you did yours by accident. Yeah. Where Johnny Depp, so you're saying it's almost insulting? To the waiter? Yeah, where it's like, yeah, I think it is. Mm. Where it's like condescending to the waiter. I wonder if the waiter felt so bad he threw the four grand back mm. into Mr. Depp's uh, face. Uh, do you think the uh, the, the waiter uh, minded Johnny Depp trying to sh show him up? Uh, Dave, you were a waiter for a long time. Yeah, as a former waiter, no way. This is amazingly generous. Also... The fact that anyone knows about it is pro most likely because the waiter told people because he was so flattered by what Johnny Depp did. So it wasn't Johnny Depp who, who put this story out there. It was probably the waiter. But let, let's say this. If you are a celebrity, it is kind of interesting. Uh, Johnny Depp now has national. He's got a movie coming out. Yep. And this is a national story right now, probably worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he bought it for a, uh, for a lousy 4G's. So if it isn't tension grabbing, like you said, Fez, uh -huh. works. Yeah, it totally uh, did. It got people talking about it. So, and um, you know, let's face it. At least the money went to some you know regular guy. Oh right, yeah. I Not mean, one of these sick kids. I I mean, do you think that it was attention grabbing uh, when um, the Pixar people sent the movie over to the little girl, and then that story gets out? I mean. Let's face it, they got a lot of goodwill on that. You just said that they were one of the finest companies and the nicest people. But, you know, who wouldn't do that? And uh, uh, $4,000 to Johnny Depp is not the same that it is to you. He oh, probably sure. makes thirty to $50 million a year. Right. He might have had a great time with this guy. Throw him an extra four Gs. But I think it goes against Johnny Depp's um, character, where he is definitely a celebrity that enjoys his privacy. He hates the paparazzi. He doesn't even live in the country. Well, that's, I don't know if that's true or not. I think he's been living in Chicago for the last couple of years. He's got five houses. Uh -huh. He's got five houses, including an island. Uh, there's a Vanity Fair thing for a guy who enjoys his priv privacy uh, that shows off his yacht and his island. Um, again, 4G's to him is not the same to you. And we also don't know what the meal was. The guy could have sat down. He might have had 10 people, everybody drinking wine. This tip might have only came to about 100% of the bill. You know what I mean? I mean, uh -huh. it's not, uh, I've eaten in the restaurant. It's a, you know, it's an old school steak uh, place. So the price is, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit on the pricey side. But if you went in there with 10, 15 people from a film crew, 
I don't think it would be, and and we're drinking wine, I don't think to get the bill up pretty high would be that difficult of a thing to pull off. Yeah, they did say he was ordering like $500 bottles of wine. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't gigantic, but there there was, yeah, the director was there and stuff. So, yeah, there, there was a bunch of people if there. If you were ordering $500 bottles of wine, this thing probably is not that far from 100% tip. And I think if you're a rich person, particularly famous, you got to think of yourself in the 100% tip range. Because what would you expect, Dave, if a famous person came in? No less than 70%. Yeah. No less. And, I mean, come on. You, you, you have so much money. Don't be stingy. And I agree. I think he probably hit the other upper 80s, 90s. When I was a kid, I was working at this hotel. I had to uh, put uh, pick up somebody at the airport. I go over. Brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mr. Kenny Rogers. Whoa. And Kenny Rogers, I drove him about... Uh, well, half a mile gave me a ten ski. Now here's the deal: I go around telling everybody, you know who's a great guy, Kenny Rogers. But uh, you know, he did have a hit record. He knows that that people are going to hear what he tips. He probably had to figure, I got to come up with with a dime for this kid. That's what you have to do if you're in the public eye. All right, now the story is they stayed till a little later. Uh, and kept the joint open. Okay. For him. So he's probably taking care of the, uh, the way, the, they normally close at 12. They stayed open till 2.30. Alright, so, again, you're making the guy work overtime. Right. He's just taking care of you and your friends. You're ordering 500 hour bottles of wine. What do you, what do you think would be the right thing to do? 18%? No, I think Johnny Depp. I would say probably a twenty five percent is a lot. But to but to Johnny Depp? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine. I my point is that this wasn't the generous thing, you know, just a flat out nice thing Johnny Depp's doing. It's an investment. And his reputation and his uh PR. Yeah, that no, that was my point. You said that he was a attention grabber. Right. I said just the opposite, that you've got to go around and be, you know, a fucking movie star if you're a movie star. Uh, here's another point. Good fortune has fallen to Mr. Johnny Depp. Why shouldn't he spread it around a little bit? That's what he was doing. It's four grand. It's four Gs. It's, you know, he the guys uh, make so much money from those Pirates movies. Ridiculous amounts of money. He has five giant fucking houses. And a, this wooden yacht that looks like Earl Flynn would have owned it. Uh, Steve, you're on my face. Hey, guys. Listen, I, I'm, I live on the east end of Long Island. And my so? student works in a restaurant. In Manhattan. And Keith Hernandez, and they all come out there. And Keith Hernandez, we call him Cheap Hernandez now because he tips below the, even the minimum that you should tip. And Christy Brinkley is... 7% person, because she told my friend, just, just put on 7% for yourself, dear, because they don't, they can't be bothered. Either Christy Brinkley's too dumb to do the math, and Keith and Andy's, he's just cheap. He says well, he both of them will be getting off. fucking spit teas from me. Well, Keith I'm and Andy's, see if he keeps getting up to go to the bathroom every five minutes to powder his nose. Oh, well, we make fun of him all the time. Every time his name comes up in the news or there's a Mets game, we all just make fun of him because he thinks he lives in Sag Harbor out here and actually lives in Southampton, and nobody has the balls to tell him. 
which is really sad because right, he's such a piece of shit. See? <laughs> now, I think the post office but would. But look how these people are looked at. Now, all of a sudden, all these people hear that they're bad tippers. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, Fezzy. Um, a buddy of mine's a dealer out at the Hard Rock, and he's seen all manner of uh, celebrity come through. And one of the stories he told me was he used to see Ben Affleck come through all the time, and he was just a really generous tipper. You know, it was nothing for him to drop a couple grand on a table. Right. And uh, this is back when J-Lo and he were dating briefly. And uh, he went to drop, like, a, you know, a couple grand on the table. She snatched it back from the dealer, said no, and, like, put down a $100 chip. Just yanked it right out of his hand. You know what I'd say? Look, honey, you might have the biggest, sweetest ass in the world, but you fucking touch my fucking money again. And I'm going to fucking slap you around in front of uh, your entire posse. I wonder why their relationship didn't work out. I remember this thing with uh, him where um, he won 100 G's there and just fucking gave it back. But the problem with this is you're not giving it to one person. It fucking goes into that bank. I hate that oh, yeah. in Vegas. I fucking hate it. I'm not tipping everybody. I'm fucking tipping you, motherfucker. I'm not tipping somebody I don't get along with. I'm tipping somebody who treated me like gold. Tim in South Carolina. I wanted to agree uh, on, with Fezzi's sentiment that Johnny Depp isn't a, a attention whore. If you see some of the roles that he's doing, if you guys see me, uh, the image of him dressed up as the Mad Hatter for the new Tim Burton film. Well, well, first of all, hold on. You're you're calling an actor an attention whore, and based on the fact that he's doing his seventh or eighth fucking Tim Burton film. So I guess when he goes on Letterman to promote his movie, he's an attention whore? Uh uh, that's not exactly what I meant, but... How's he an attention whore? Because he's playing the Mad Hatter? I guess what I meant was more along the lines of he picks these kooky roles and acts wacky, and it just it's the same thing over and over again, and he knows... Well, he's working with Tim Burton. That's fucking ridiculous. They're, they work in a certain... <laughs> oh, God. The I don't understand the American public. The character's called Mad Hatter. You can't get mad at him for acting wacky. All right, here, here's, uh, here's the trailer. The faggot of the opera. Hmm, that is attention whore. I don't think that's Johnny Depp. Uh, here's Alex. Alex, you're on Fez. Two two four eight two, my buddy. Yeah. How you doing? Um, this guy could burn four thousand dollars for sixty years every hour. He should have just rounded it off to five. I think it's a generous tip, but why not just make it five? Nice even number. Uh, cause all everybody has to fucking sit back and rock this guy's world. Johnny Depp's living the fucking life. Matt, New Jersey. How you doing? Uh, I just wanted to agree with Fez a little bit because. Like, if you walk into the mall and, and pass by Hot Topic, it's just Johnny Depp hanging in the window. That's not commercialism and, and a certain sort of uh, attention horrorism. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even understanding the fucking premise of the Fezbackers today. <laughs> I got you there. All right, maybe... You didn't, I, I don't know what you're saying. See, all right, you walk into the mall, and it's just Johnny Depp hanging up all over. It's everywhere. He's 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 really uh, it's not bad to get yourself out there. I'm not saying that. Uh, what I'm saying is that uh, it it. The you you say because the man has movie posters up? 
No, 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 not movie posters. I'm talking about the merchandise you see, you see in Hot Topic and stuff like that. Uh, I actually, don't. Uh, this is going to shock you. I don't shop the Hot Topic. There's a lot of pictures of Johnny Depp at Hot Topic. There's pictures of Jack the Pirate. It's like saying James Earl Jones is a whore because there's a Darth Vader action figure out. They're getting the characters confused with Johnny Depp. I really don't know if there's too many actors out there that you could ask more of of Johnny Depp. The guy makes gigantic movies for Hollywood. He makes quirky little movies for the independent people. He doesn't make a lot of fucking mistakes. Seems to be the nicest fucking guy in the world. But he's an asshole because he handed the fucking guy at Gibson's 4G's after fucking partying there one night. Why does this make the guy a dick? I was at Gibson's in Chicago. Had fantastic food. Now, I'm there with my caca. My caca's wearing fucking $3,000 sunglasses. Mm -hmm. He takes the sunglasses off. He puts them on the waiter and says, how about that? How's that look for you? The waiter glad to get him? Well, he didn't let him keep him. Oh. Snatched him right back <laughs> off. He goes, there's a mine. I'm going back to the Irish girls later tonight. He keeps two Irish girls in his fucking apartment at all times. Something that uh, Mooch could never pull off. Uh, Mike Haka does simply. And tonight, Fuzzy, he's dating a Rockette. Really? Yeah, he's got a date with a Rockette tonight. He's here in New York, enjoying a uh, Rockette. Living a life. Living the fucking life. And somehow the guy makes cupcakes and loses weight. I don't understand how he does it. Hicks, could you imagine what you'd weigh if you work at a fucking cupcake factory? Two, three tons. Thank you. That much. He'd still work like that if he worked at a celery uh, company. Uh, <laughs> I thought you guys were buddies. I know, but he... This is what that sounded like to me. The faggot of the opera. And all this fucking kid does is stick up for you, David. Every fucking day. Dave's such a hard worker. I don't know why he throws his barbs at me. <laughs> He's always in early. That makes no too. sense. <laughs> but that's not, that's the way he talks to me. And I know you were in seeing the boss yesterday, and fucking Hicks said good things to you, uh, uh, to the boss. Chris Stanley, stand-up guy. Yeah, and you're not. <laughs> Don't fall for it, Chris Stanley. I know what he does. Um, actually, I was in the uh, boss's uh, office the other day. Wait, you were playing him uh, bits or something? What was he playing? Drops? I was, yeah, drops, intros. I was playing him drops, and um, uh, Fez came in, I guess, to help me out or something. I don't know. Well, you actually came back. You were furious that he went to the boss's office without you. Yeah, I actually I came back in here, and there's Ron and there's Chris Stanley, and I'm sitting in my chair, and I'm going, Where's Dave? Where's Dave at? He wasn't supposed to go down there without me. And he had. Go ahead, Dave. Yes. Yeah, so I uh, went to the. Uh, so I'm playing um, our one of the bosses. A bunch of the drops, you know, the intros for game shows and whatnot. And then Fez gets in there and says, uh, "Why don't you play him, uh, Biff the Clown?" Um, and that was one of Biff uh, the Clown. Biff the Clown. That was one of Fez's. Uh, that that was a, a bit that we did. Right. And um, which sucked, by the way. And uh, what the the overall? Uh, I mean, it's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> and the boss was laughing a lot, and he said, um, 
who wrote this? And uh, he was kind of looking at me, and Fez leaned in and said, oh, I wrote this. Oh, that is so Come on, not dude. even true. That is so not even true. Why would you even say listen to the bit? Because Stammerer over here, the guy wanted to listen to some more stuff, and this guy, uh, Eastside Dave, was hemming and hawing and doing a tap dance in there, bright red, and couldn't figure out anything to play for the guy. Well, I was trying to. Did you not tell him that you wrote it? He said that was well. He goes, he was talking about the production on it, and he goes, it was well written, and I said, thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, he said. said, Did, Did you say it was based on the bit? Pants puppet Bennington wrote back in the NEW days. <laughs> he said it was well written. It was almost fucking verbatim. <laughs> yeah, this is what he, had. he said. The boss said that was a well written bit, and Fez leaned up and said, "Thank you." We're trying to put fucking Dave over. You got the show no- named after you. He doesn't hate you. He hates Dave. <laughs> they hate me. He would have hated so, Dave a lot more if I didn't go in there. Trust me. So he, because he well, didn't why know. Why did you give Dave the credit for writing it? He didn't know what he was doing in there. I, I thought I was saying thank you for the group. No, actually, I thought... Oh. <laughs> no, it was Oh, Fez. <laughs> the faggot of the opera. Now, hold on. Dave was so unprepared there, it was ridiculous. But let me get this straight. Uh, Johnny Depp is the attention whore? <laughs> Play that bit that I wrote. <laughs> Right. Hey, I did, even choosing the bit that you wrote was a little strange. Oh, yeah, but there were oh. fucking nine new bits. Yes. Oh, you could have played any of them. Yes, exactly. You know why that one got played? Why? Because idiot over here. Who's that was that? Uh, Eastside Dave. Because we're on the radio, Fez. So you got to say who people are. Couldn't find anything in the Dillette to play for the guy. It was taking forever for him to pull anything well, up. All right, and- Chris Stanley, if this is going this bad, don't let him. Talk to the boss by himself. He well, can't. No, honestly, it was actually fine. What I wanted to do was leave. You know how you've taught us to, you know, in and out. You know, have a nice meeting and go out. So I was playing him the production, asked him questions, and got out. Not trying to add extra stuff. That's exactly what I was trying to do. And then, and and so I was like, okay, we'll see it. And I was, I was taking steps out of the office when we heard play Biff the Clown. Oh, it's so. I mean, the guy was asking for more stuff. And uh, you were standing there. It was Jason, North Carolina. I don't know what it is between you two guys. Hey, Fezzy. It's constant. Hey, Fezzy, if uh, Johnny Depp would have tipped the guest, guest attendant, would that have uh, made him a bigger asshole? See ya. I never said he was an asshole. I just said it wasn't a completely generous thing to do. Whoever said it had to be. How about Elvis used to give cars away? So what? Wouldn't you like to get one of those Cadillacs from Elvis? Yeah. Why does everybody got to call him a dick for handing keys over? Even if it's... I want you to go outside and look at your brand new Cadillac. (laughs) He used to do that constantly. Even if it's self-promoting, it's still generous because he just has to ask the people who get the gift. That that waiter, by the way, said that he served Sean Connery, Robert De Niro, and Johnny Depp is by far the best one and was the waiter who released the story. No fucking doubt. He's better than those two cheap pricks. (laughs) One of them's a Scotsman. (laughs) Justin in California, you're on Renafuzz. Hey, morning, buddy. Yeah. Hey, I was just going to say, you know, on a smaller level, you know, my family's company just uh, redid the Little League Diamond in our little town. Hey, that's not uh, for bad intentions. Sure, we got a little sponsorship name after whatever. Kids still have a diamond. We make a few grand off of it because of better business. And the better attention, Horace Fuzz. 
Seven Eleven attention whores for showing up with a giant check. Every time you have a giant check, you're saying, "Look at my check." <laughs> now, if Johnny Depp would have given one like this, I want you to see a giant check here, and it says four thousand on it. If he did that right now, I'd jerk him off, and I wouldn't tell any of the tabloids about it. If Mr. Depp told me not to, yeah, it's generosity. Four grand is four grand, especially right. to a waiter. Right. Maybe that waiter could use that money to buy a bunch of coke. <laughs> End up doing it with underage girls. Gets in well, big fucking trouble. Takes right. pictures of them. Puts it on the internet. Maybe Not, that's where that money's going to yeah. go. Uh, here is um, Danny Boy. Danny Boy, our old buddy. Hey, Danny. Hey, Ron. Hey, uh, the gambler hanging you a 10 spot and say, hey, Tex, thanks for the ride. I don't know. Maybe that's where I came from. But uh, the part of the story you guys aren't addressing is that Johnny Depp, the waiter said Johnny Depp had been going there all during filming. That This wasn't the first time. He'd always requested the same waiter, that he'd gone there a bunch of times before, and then promised him that he would come back after the screening and with all his buddies. So it wasn't, it wasn't just a, a one-time thing that he'd been going there That's all his, during the shooting. That was his waiter buddy. He was, he was me at the end of the filming. This is the end of all of our friendship. Right, and he was tipping him all along right. as well, but that was just the big one. Yeah, because I'm not going to see anymore. I'm not coming to Gibson's anymore. I'll let my caca take the place back over like the old days. He called him Mo. Mo the waiter. Let me tell you, my caca walks in that thing with six fucking rockets. They're kicking their legs up. He's wearing his $3,000 cigar, his fucking sunglasses. Of course he wants to be noticed. That's why he dominated your wedding. That's, hmm? Remember he that thing between him and Casey at your wedding? He was fucking around with her a little bit. Yeah, I do. You got real mad, remember? Mm-hmm. What did he do to have you so angry? Cozy pictures. Take pictures. Is that the with, official name? Take, take pictures with each other. That's fine. Don't be so cozy. Was that the luau or the wedding? That was the luau. Which was put there to overshine the wedding. Because it was a better party. A lot of shining going on. Yeah. A lot of shining. Mm. It's like Stephen King novel. I don't get it. Shining. Here's something we played tonight at Luau. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. See how it bothers you less and less? No, no, I don't see that. Really? No. Because I don't see you getting upset anymore. No, it's still embarrassing. Nice big faggot of the opera. The faggot of the opera. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for The faggot of the opera. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. Does that get easier to hear? No, I'll no, run, not I'll, at all. I'll run it more. Nice big faggot of the opera hat. The faggot of the opera. Mm. Just thinking about faggots now. Let's play a little game show uh, here, everybody. This is a game show we put together based on the Twitters. And who doesn't like the Twitters? It's the biggest thing today. It has saved Iran. Uh, what we're going to do, Fezzi, I'm going to read off a Twitter to a uh, a caller. They will tell us, friend or famous. It's either going to be a friend of us mm -hmm. or famous. Now, let's, uh, let's remember it this way. Everybody on Twitter is famous now. Everybody is 100% famous because they Twitter. So 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, uh, call in, uh, win, uh, it's the easiest thing in the whole world, because all you got to do is say friend or famous, then you're a celebrity um, helper, 
Fez Watley will jump in and tell us who that person is. Yes, I will try to identify the friend or the famous person. Um, we were going to call this friend famous or faggot, uh, but you have lost your taste for that word. Yes. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for Aldaway. The faggot of the opera. You didn't mind in those days, did you? Now, it seems like I had quite the taste for it. And that was on Terrestrial Radio. Not a single complaint. All right, let's play the brand new uh, game show theme uh, proved by Rob Cross. I'm switching banks here, Dave. Yeah, sexy. And uh, just doing uh, this thing. Um. Famous or friend? Now you're going to get the right. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Luke. In Kentucky, Luke, are you prepared to play Famous or Friend? Yes, I'm ready, Ron. I'm at a dinner party and they're serving fish. What do I do? Famous or Friend? Friend. Friend? Friend. Uh, sorry. Oh, well, sorry. Sorry, that was Mr. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry doesn't know uh, what to do. Um... When that happens, uh, I really love clowns and unicorns. Uh, Oscar, is that famous or a friend? That would be famous. Famous. Oh. Fezzy, who? Uh, now we can double your prize down. Who's this famous person, Fez? I will guess the famous Twitterer is Brooke Hogan. Right. How the hell did you know that? I mean, I knew she had it. It just sounds like something goofy she would say. All right. He's checking out the Twitters. <laughs> he's checking out the Twitters. Uh, we kept it from him. Did you? He's going there on his own. Whoa. Um, Corey. Corey, you're on the Ron and Fez show. What's up, guys? What do you got for us? Oh, wait. Got? It's my turn. All right, here we go. Uh, got into a chat uh, about movies with a total stranger in Bryant Park. Then walked past the children's orchestra playing Bach. I love this town. Famous or friend? Uh, I'm going to say famous. Famous? Fez can save it by guessing. I would say that that was Baby Girl. That was Earl Douglas. Earl Douglas. Brian Park. Brian Park should have given that away. Baby Girl doesn't come into the city and stay sober. <laughs> and you think Baby Girl is going to like a bunch of kids playing Bach? Uh, Will in Minnesota. Hey, Ronnie. Um, here's one for you. What does a camera and a woman's mouth have in common? They're designed to catch that special moment. L-O-L. Friend. Friend? Yes. Fezzy? 
I am going to guess Mike Kaka. Mike Kaka would do something that's stupid. I was that, going from the camera comment. That was a big A. Big a. Big a. And Mike a. Kaka does not Twitter. Stop acting like he does. Gary in Cleveland. Are you ready to play this? Yes, I am. Dinner equals beer plus Orville Redenbacher Smart Pop Movie Theater Butter Popcorn. I have weigh in tomorrow morning. Famous. Famous? Oh. Fezzy can save it for you. I'm trying to think who a friend who would have a weigh in. Um, is that Jim Norton? <laughs> yes, because he's a wrestler now. Um, that is Didi Rocks, Don Cumia, Didi, standing, of course, for Daddy's Disappointment. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Jesse in Massachusetts. Jesse, hey. Okay, consensus is that Ghostbusters game is good, but not long enough. One guy, who shall go user on name, really, really didn't like it. Who was it? Friend or famous? Friend. Friend? Yes. Yeah. Fez can save a prize for you by coming up with that. I'll say Dan Aykroyd. Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Who's the boss? Boy, Fez knows a lot about Brooke Hogan. <laughs> Clowns and unicorns. Uh, Pat in Florida, you ready to play uh, Friend or Famous? Yes. I'm so sick of this penis being tucked back between my legs. I wish people would stop tucking their penises there. Is that Friend or Famous? I'm going to say Friend. Oh. Fez, do you want to guess who it was? Try to save his prize? Uh, for Famous, I'm going to say Brad Pitt. What? From his famous tucking pictures. You read too much into this. It's a joke. That's Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Comedian. Brad Pitt is not going to comment <laughs> on talking pictures from 14 years ago. Um, this one should be an easy one. Uh, Ed, you're on uh, Ready Play. Um, friend or famous? Ed, we got you, buddy? Yeah, yeah, here I am. Sorry. Um... I always kind of wish my name was Ica uh, Ichabod. Ichabod. All right. <laughs> Who is it, friend or famous? I always kind of uh, wish my uh, name was Ichabod. Uh, your, your phone's going out on you. I'll let Fezzy play for you. Fezzy, you have a guess, friend or famous? I think it's friend. And who is the person? I think it's Sheepy. Sounds like something Sheepy would say. I would have I would have went for the dick tuck, but sorry. That was Rorschach. Rorschach. Um, here's John in Albany. John, you ready to play fen Friend or Famous? In case you were wondering, you could thank me because I made the sun come out. Uh, famous. Sorry. Fez can save it. Fez, who is it? Um, I will go with Just John. Sheepy. 
Sheepy has the I'm power. One off. What's that? I'm one. I was one off. Uh, Nate in Atlanta. Nate. You. What By the, the way, if we were playing uh, famous friend or faggot, uh, Sheepy would have been in the latter category. <laughs> Remember from your old jokes, Fezzy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, are you ready for this one, uh, Nate in Atlanta? Yeah. Heartburn go. gone, cramps gone, woot woot. That would be a friend. Friend is correct. Fez can double down your prizes with this. Who is it, Fez? Angry Missy. Oh, sorry. Uh, that was Frenchie. Frenchie. Tough game. That's why it's such a good one. It's not it easy is. to win. It is. It's challenging. Uh, Sam and Mass. Sam. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Mmm. Pancakes. I may have to go to a trip to IHOP later. Um, I'm going to say famous. Does he any, uh, no, pancakes and IHOP. Um, I will guess. Brazilian Julie. Oh, sorry, sorry. That was I Love Ronnie B. Mm. I can see where Fez was going, though, there. And I don't see how she loves me there. Brazilian International. I believe that was an old one, too. Some of these people got an update. Stay on them. I think we might even abuse that. Uh, here is uh, Layla. Layla, ready to play Famous or Friend? I'm ready. Best office episode ever. The Dundies is on TBS at 10. Famous. Fezzy? Um, I will guess, since it's a friend. Yes. Wow. Um, HDG. Uh, that was Pitsy. Pitsy. Mm. HTG doesn't even like The Office. It's only sometimes I force her to watch. Brad in Virginia. Hey. I could never live far away from the coast. No. Completely at peace at the shore. <laughs> could never live far away from the coast. I'm only completely at peace at the shore. Friend or famous? Mm, let's go Friend. Friend is correct. Fezzy yeah. doubles prize then. Wow. Who ha who do we know that lives by the shore? Um, I have it's no idea. It's become a struggle for you instead of fun. Sam Roberts from the Sam and Dave show. <laughs> so, um... I guess Westchester has a new beach line. <laughs> that is, of uh, course, cigars and scotch. So... I think you do better when you're you're with famous daughters, Fez. Uh, here is uh, Brian. Brian, you ready for friend or famous on the Twitters? Yes. Uh, thank you, Jesus, for life. Famous. Famous. Fez, who is it? 
I'm going to guess Matthew McConaughey. That's Heidi Montag. Heidi Montag. Mm. New Christian. Yeah. Didn't know that. Matthew McConaughey's girlfriend's pregnant again. So he thanks Jesus? For life. Uh, Dave in Florida. Hey, what's up, Ronnie? Uh, my, ch- my son's chilling with me. Think I'm going to take him to see The Hangover. First movie I'm going to see twice this year. The whole uh, thing was crazy. Definitely going to go first. Buzz, you want to guess who that is? I'm going to guess Jay Moore. Uh, well, he's our friend. Oh. Uh, that is Ice-T. Ice-T. Chillin'. Chillin' should have given that yeah. away. Even our black friends don't say that. Mm. Uh, here's Scott in Louisiana. What's up, buddy? Scott, friend or famous, I'm already wanting a nap today. Plan. You want to take a, a guess, Fuzzy? I'm already wanting a nap today. I'll say John McCain. That's Ryan Seacrest, the always tired <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Uh, Rich in Georgia. I'm ready, Ronnie. Uh, Rich, I just watched Jesus save a man's life. God bless. I'm going to say famous. Famous is correct. Fezzi, you have an answer. Um, wow. Someone who would have seen someone save a man's life. I'm going to go Katie Holmes. Sorry. Uh, it's, it's his specialty. Yeah. You know what you just said about Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Famous Cyrus. daughters. Now, Katie Holmes, isn't she a Scientologist? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jesus she is. doesn't save lives. The Scientologist. Oh. They believe in L. Ron Hubbard. They like the L. Ron. What's wrong, Fuzzy? The faggot thing? Stupid guess. You're upset? No, I should just be paying more attention. What's happening, pal? No, I'm good. Does he seem good? No. What's going on? Nothing. You just don't want to say, you don't want to communicate it on the radio? I'm I'm really pissed at myself. Over the other thing? For the faggot thing. You said it again. Yep. You can't even join friend or famous now? No, I can do that. Well, I mean, you're not enjoying it. Like you said, you're not paying attention. The faggot of the opera! Still got you upset? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to get used to it. That you did it? Yeah. Or a friend or famous? No, the Phantom thing. Would it help to know that it's going to be around for a long, long time? Probably not. It's going to be probably the most played drop. 360 machines are very dependable. Sure. They're sturdy. Make sure they get put on everybody's and give a copy to ONA. I have already. Don't worry about that. I even uh, gave Craig Ellis. But... See, that's not his name. Chase Nelson. That kept you upset during the uh, Friend of Famous. That's when you made the Katie Holmes mistake. Right. How's that feel? 
Not good. Because? Because it's I've let myself be distracted by it. By yourself? Not doing a good job. You're distracted by yourself or the old you. Either way, it was me. Uh, this is a Twitter game show, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, we put this together. Because normally, uh, in my real life, I play Who's the Twitter? Uh, with my chick, where I'll just read off Twitters. She has to guess, and then we'll laugh at what people think is important. And at first, this was just uh, friends, but we've added famous people. And, uh, you know, when Fez isn't dropping the F-bomb, we try to play friend or famous. You want to get back into this, Fez? Totally. Or you want to make some gay slurs? No, I would rather play friend or famous. That's what I'd rather do. I just feel like that's going to follow you now, though. Oh, I think it will. You are so high and mighty there for a while. You were better than us. And now you find out you're worse. I think I'm just as bad. You never hear me saying a word. I don't have any drops of me. You know why? Why? It's important to be PC. And by PC, I mean Puerto Rican. Um, that wouldn't work. Does for me. Bill in Michigan. Yo. Friend or famous? Um, by the way, I think everybody on Twitter is famous, so it's really kind of redundant. All right, listen to this one. Let's do sun going down picks tonight. And there's a big exclamation point there. Let's do sun going down picks tonight. Get your pick ready and post in comments of my pick when I post in an hour. Looking forward to your pick. Friend or famous? Kind of wordy. I'd say famous. Um, sorry. Oh, 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 man, this fucking thing froze up. I'm going back and forth. Dave, um, you should have never called it dependable. Fez, <laughs> who was that to save his prize? I think it was... Let me do it again so you can... And then you'll just name it again. Let's do sun going down picks tonight. Get your pick ready and post in comments of my pick when I post an hour. Looking forward to your pick. All right, that sounds like it was our friend, Franklin. That was Opie. Opie... <laughs> Uh, wants to do that one. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think would be safe to use the word faggot on that one. But that's me. At least faggoty. Mm -hmm. We're going to learn how to use that word properly, Fez. I honestly think we don't say it ever to... Uh, here should be our deal. And we'll have a compromise. All we'll right. never use that word to uh, bring up homosexuals. Only friends of ours who dress odd or can't shoot a basketball or swing a fucking uh, bat like it's their first time. Would cool. that be okay with Glad? You speaking now for Glad? Um, I will. No, I don't think that's a good. Com I don't think Glad would accept the compromise. Then we could call Paul Rudd. He is one. Yeah. Even though he's not gay. No, but he dresses funny. Right. Can't swing a baseball bat. Good. I'm glad we we have this established. I don't know whether he can swing a baseball bat or not. I haven't had the opportunity to say it. But he is somewhat effeminate, even though he's straight. Right. Like Regis. Yeah, we can call him that, I think. Martin Short. Mark uh, Paul Gosler. Zach he, Morris. from. He is. He's gay? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you whispering? 
Fezzi, let's just settle this this way, because I know you're having a bad day today. Uh-huh. And I feel partially responsible for playing the Al Dukes thing, as Al has asked me to do. Um, and he actually wrote to me, Revenge is sweet. No. Did, did, I, what? I think Al's absolutely right. If I was doing that, I should be called on it. The faggot of the opera. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for Al to wear. All right, we're going to have to stop the game show now. But seriously, send all your sunset pics to uh, to Opie. He'd love to get them. <laughs> Twitter.com slash Opie Radio. What are they? Uh, Patrice was calling them twags. Yeah. If you Twitter, you're a twag. Twitter fan. Is that word bad, twag? Um, I don't think it's as bad as the other word, but it's a, certainly a play off of it. It's headed in that direction. I'll tell you who's a real twaggit. Is, uh... See, I think that's a little worse. Ashton Kutcher's I, a twaggit. So is Bitsy. <laughs> <laughs> Best office ever! Why do you need to put that out there? <laughs> the worst part is the Dundies. Is uh, and on. I guarantee you, Just John is a twaggit. Yeah. He's always wearing those twaggy jean shorts. Who goes for that look anymore? See, when you put it with shorts, it almost sounds too much like baggy for now, you to get your your what you I, wanted out of it. But let's go back. What makes jean shorts twaggy feel? It's just they're very twaggy. They can't be a cutoff. No, no. I, even when they reach the knees, like his, the fact is jeans are rugged <laughs> pants that were designed back in the day when men used to work. Right. So when as soon as you show an inch of skin, like just John does, <laughs> they're very twaggy to me. What about if you do the gimmick like um, the shorts that like Bronx Johnny will wear, which are just six inches shorter <laughs> than the rest of his pants. pants? Getting a lot of ankle air, but that's about it. No, because he's got his socks pulled up. Oh. So for some reason, the the pants are slightly higher, Right. but I wouldn't call them shorts. And then he pulls his socks way up. Well, minorities kind of get away with things, it seems. Do they? You should see where he lives. <laughs> He ain't getting away with shit. <laughs> All right, we're going to break here. Is Paulo ready to go? Yes, he is. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the summer blockbuster. The big summer blockbuster, Fez. Transformers 2, we all's transforming. It's the Ron and Fez Show. From the legendary Ron and Fez studios in a predominantly white neighborhood, Ron and Fez presents Showtime with the Paulo. Polo, you like some movie. Polo, you like some movie. How are you? First of all, Polo, congratulations on the new book. Thank you. Uh, looks like it's going to be um, very, very exciting when this comes out. Tell everybody the name of your new book. Uh, well, I have. It's actually I'm writing a trilogy. It's the story of a good girl, and then there's three different books that I'm writing. I'm, I'm writing them simultaneously. Well, you 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 sent me the second chapter. Which would have been the shortest chapter in the history of books. <laughs> that's not true. A lot of people write short chapters, and I, f I feel that's a good way to... Shouldn't it at least be a page? It is somewhere... Up, I think it is over a page. I think all my chapters are over a page. But maybe instead of trilogy, this is just one book. No, it's a long... Of short chapters. I think I can manage 200 pages of each book. But there'll be short chapters, and so maybe 
the second page will just have a few words on it, and then you'll, you know, you, it's it's kind of way to pad the book, I guess, to a it, certain extent. It's just add it up. When you get a 200-page book that has 220 chapters to it. Why don't you do a lot of pictures? Uh, <laughs> all right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Polo, the big movie coming out today is Transformers, but what yep. else is out this weekend? Uh, my Sister's Keeper. Never even heard of this. Yeah, this is a Cameron Diaz. It's a Jody Picoult book. and, and You know what? He, Cameron Diaz is great. I used to do a show with Cameron Diaz in Florida, and it was seriously just rocking every morning. Ron. No, that was Ron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. That's his whole name. You know nothing of the Cuban culture. Uh, and, and, and this sounds awful. Is, My sister's uh, boyfriend. Well, no, it, it's a movie. Uh, it's a theme. It's a movie with a, a subject, and it, the the parents a have with a, a, subject. a kid Odd. who needs, uh, you know, who needs uh, transplants and all, and you know, so they have another kid just so they can provide the transplant. And, and have the have you seen the the trailer, Fez? No, I saw the trailer when I'm sitting there waiting for a comedy. And it's bald cancer kids sleeping with their parents. Um, oh God! It's a rough. I'm telling For you, the right, summer of '09. I'm telling you right now, it was a rough trailer to see. I mean, it's the type of thing that you hope to escape in real life. Mm -hmm. And I mean, little kids like nine, ten, completely bald head. You know, holding on the camera. Diaz, she's like sleeping next to him. Like they're both so fearful. And I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be funny. Uh, it's not gonna. It's not a funny movie. But I mean, the fact is, the counter programming is a good idea. I mean, you know. But is there a market out there for people who want to see kids with cancer? I mean, we know it's sad. Yeah. Well, people want. Yeah. Pe parents. Parents. Uh, they want to know that they want to. You know, they worry about things. Yes, like that. that's why you don't want to watch it. It's like a jinx. I, yeah. Dave, you got two, two kids, right? Would you want to yeah. see any movie where something bad happens to a kid? No. I mean... Once I had kids, <laughs> if I'm watching a movie and, and something bad happens to a kid, I jump up. It feels like a jinx to even fucking watch it. I won't watch it. And I'll also say this. I don't like any movie where a dog gets killed. I can't fucking stand it. I had dogs, too. <laughs> I, I just... First of all, does it make me feel sad? Yes. That's easy to do. You made me feel bad... A kid and a dog are dead. I can't fucking give you credit for that. Paula, would they show this in, like, if this was a dying girl, like, with the movie Up, would they rush it over and show it to her? Would they show it in the children's hospital? No, no but no, I think no. you would show it to a balloon. Interesting. On Earth 2. On Earth 2, you take a big, you take this movie to a balloon before it deflates. So it'd be, but it would be a healthy balloon. Yeah, it's getting bigger. Right. I don't know. And there they leave the DVD copy. Understandable. But, I mean, it's supposed to make you think, too. The issue itself is something that we haven't resolved in our own minds. Are you saying, what's the name of this? My Sister's Keeper. I, I'm going to say this. Cameron Diaz, this year there's no cure for Oscar. Gig, 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 gig. Yes, and Jason Patrick, who has the weirdest film career of anyone, you know, he decided, This year, you know, three Oscars. It's a hat trick for Patrick. Get, get, get. And Alec Baldwin shows up as well for some, you know, odd reason. Could Baldwin an Oscar? Get, get, get. Who's the other one that's in it? 
Abigail Breslin. Uh, well, but, but give me all the titles. Are you Cameron Diaz? Then who? Uh, Jason Patrick. And this uh, year uh, he's Jason and Oscar all the way to a cancer ward. <laughs> get get get. And and as a matter of fact, uh, even Zoe Deschanel's sister shows up. Emily Deschanel. Da- <laughs> what? <laughs> she, she said Take the phone. sick kids to the zoo for an Oscar. Um, and it's directed by Nick Cassavetes. Again, I think the the whole point is that this is a film that has an issue that we we have to ethically decide: is that a good thing to do to have a kid just to make sure your other kid lives longer? Yeah, it is to get the kid. That, so they have a kid. To give fucking some kind of cells to the sick kid? Yeah, and, the, yeah. you know, and that's the the, the, the crux of well, the movie. Well, first of all, the in the case of Dave, he has a kid because he's drinking. <laughs> so let's not act like there's a big ethical thing to uh, whether we have kids or not. This well, film sells at Oscar. Uh, Dan in Arizona, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, guys? I swear to God, here in Phoenix, I went to see Up about a week ago, and they had a trailer for this Cancer Kid movie at Up. Yeah. Yeah, I I saw it before a comedy, uh, a baby comedy. I forget the, the guy from The Office was in it, and, you know, it was like a nice little happy... Oh, uh, Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah, away we go. Yeah, and I... I I was like fucking disapp- I was bummed out the first 15 minutes into Maya Rudolph's movie. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, now you're worried about Maya Rudolph's baby in the other movie. It's exactly what was on my uh, on my mind. But admittedly, this is not a great summer overall for movies so far. I mean, it's been kind of rough. Uh, no, you know, it's a I- movie full of cancer so far. It's summer. And But, I mean, I'm just saying, Abigail Breslin plays the child who is supposed to give up her bone marrow and all these things. And she says, no, hell no. Eventually she hires a lawyer and says, no, I'm not Well, don't ruin this. the movie for the, something I'm never going to see. Well, uh, here's the Daily Leader. Later, go ahead. This year, Cameron Diaz says, give me two more Oscars. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Oh, two more. Two more. Oh, two more. Two more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Now I like it. <laughs> Uh, all right, what but, else is out there, Polo? All right, so then there's, you know, Transformers. And, I mean, obviously... Oscars in disguise. You used that two years ago. <laughs> You're going to come back with that already? Not even give it a rest? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> is it? Go ahead, Polo. What were you saying? Okay, well, I mean, we, we can all... Uh, well, Polo, let's say this. Michael Bay has been furious... That they haven't been promoting this fucking piece of shit movie. And I think he's right. I don't see the big push. I think everybody kind of assumes that, that, that this is the thing to go see. I mean, that they've spent $200 million on it. And I can understand that they haven't spent another... How much did they spend? $200 million. $200 million on this piece of fucking garbage. Robots aren't cheap. It's actually $300 million they fucking dropped on this thing. And now we're hearing $300 million. Yeah, I just I went up $100 million. Do you know how many cancer kids I could save with that money? <laughs> if they would just let me open my lab back up? Not Abigail Breslin. I think I could save cancer kids if cancer can be saved by meth. Because I had a fucking meth lab. So what were you saying, Paul? Best movie ever? Okay. No, I'm saying we, we, we all agree that the This year thing- we'll be transforming a car into an Oscar. <laughs> 
I mean, we, the, the first movie was uh, crazy because it was a stupid concept and a stupid director, and then somehow it worked because, you know, you, you just suspended your belief and disbelief or whatever. You went, you went with it. And so now they're giving you more, 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 way more of the same, and it's two and a half hours. Two and a half hours, this movie. This but, movie should be 40 minutes tops. This is like being beaten with a bag of oranges for an for two and a half hours. It's, it's pretty it's, hot, Polo. I didn't know that was your <laughs> fucking scene. I just okay. Used to, I mean, that, that's how you got rid of Gail O. <laughs> no, you gave uh, her the orange treatment. I'm writing a book about them, and and anyway, Sheila Buff, Megan Fox. What's his name? Uh, are the, Sheila. Sheila. <laughs> no, not Sheila. She. I don't know how to say his name. Sheila Labouf. 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 His I'm name exactly. is Sia at the Oscars. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And you have a lot of uh, voice characters, of course. As Don't well, be shy. Yeah? Go up there and get your Oscar. LaBeouf. Get, get, get. I think you should just left it at Oscar. I think LaBeouf is where he went into trouble. Tom, you're on the Run Fez show. This year, the leader of the Transformers is Oscar Misprime. Get, 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 get. I don't know. And then you have a whole cast. The other big cast member is coming back from the first movie, John Turturro, and in maybe his silliest performance of... Maybe John will win an Oscar to tour it. <laughs> I can't what? even fucking do it. I can't even find a spot here. <laughs> John Turturro. The Oscar I'm... come out, Turturro! Get, get, get. That's good. I'll see you in the John, because you're going to be shitting Oscars. Turturro! <laughs> get, get, get. Turturro, obviously very silly in the in the first movie, now much sillier. And this is a guy who's been in a lot of there's someone at the Doro. It's an Oscar! And then you have more robots that you can shake a stick at. I mean, there's a lot of robots. But before we even get They don't let sticks in my theater. They have a Raymond... White people are so scared of black people. The faggot of the opera! Tacky. Speaking about The Office, Rain Wilson shows up as a professor, uh, a very uh, arrogant and conceited professor in this movie. Uh, so he's, he's, you know. This year, it's Rain and Oscars. Get, get, get. Will Wilson rain at the Oscars? Get, get, get. Will oh. I win an Oscar? You will, son. Get, 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 get. That's kind of stupid, it, huh? Uh, Josh Duhamel, Josh Duhamel, I don't know how to say his name either, and Tyrese Who? Gibson, J Josh Duhamel, the, the one who's married to Fergie. I'd do a Mel if I could get an Oscar. The faggot of the opera. I hate you, that slur. Me too. Me too. I anyway, two, two and a half hours, and this is... A, a, two and a half a hours, one and a half stars. Chaotic action throughout the entire movie. Just oh, and the, obviously it's good to see this in the theater because there's a lot of vibration, and you know your your seat vibrates, and and you know you want. Is it see supposed it. to? Yes, it is supposed to because that's what this movie is good at doing: is making having good sound production, good uh, cinematography. Well, what was it that I, that Roger Ebert uh, said? Uh, I know he was furious about this. Uh, with this, with this movie, yeah, he was absolutely furious. What did he have to say? Uh, well, I, 
Ebert said, uh, if you want to save yourself a ticket price, go into the kitchen, cue up a male choir singing the music of hell, and get a kid to start banging pots and pans together. Then close your eyes and use your imagination. And, and part of the problem is, is that you really don't know what's going on half the time because the, the design of the film is these robots are changing all the time and you don't even know what they are half the time. And then there's a blur when they're moving and running around. So the whole thing is just a blur of, of hyperkinetic activity. It's an Oscar blur! Gig, gig, gig! And then uh, there's a lot of robots, too, and I can't even Will this be a big hit again, or is this going to flop? Fezzi. Big hit. Uh, Hicks. Huge depressing hit. Uh, Dave. Flopajaya. Flopajaya. What are you predicting, Polo? I'd say uh, it's got to be a hit. Uh, I don't know if it'll... Yeah, I think it'll be a big hit. I'm going to predict a little more than half of what the last one made. I think people are going to be bummed out with it. I uh, I think they're not looking forward to it this summer. I, I, I'm not hearing the buzz. I'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler, though, that really freaked me Go out. Ahead. And that is, uh, there's a, a, a character has a, a death scene, and he's a, like an out-of-body ex- experience, and he goes to heaven. And guess who the fuck is in heaven? Robots. Gillo? Robots are in heaven running things. They're like gods. I mean, what the hell is Would that? you and know my name? <laughs> With the robots in heaven. Your name is Shia. So, yeah, Shia LaBeouf dies? Uh, I'm not saying. Or I'm just, just saying his hand. I, I'm just saying that there was an out-of-body experience, and and that the whole movie makes no sense they write, at all. But they write his, his the hand injury into the script, too, towards the end of the movie. His hand's that bad still? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says he has yeah. no bone in one of his fingers. Right. So they yeah. Then why keep it? Does he put a stick in there or something? I think they took bone out of it. They're taking bone out of his hip to rebuild that one and another one. Oh, and then how's he going to fucking stand up straight with his hip bone gone? And then he said he also almost lost an eye during yes, this movie. I remember reading that. Uh, some explosion went off, and he was. Uh, he said he he mistimed it. Yeah. Well, they do that. I mean, these fucking movies, you know, there's shit flying around all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of action that you could tell he's doing in the film. But did we really need him in the film at all? You know, with that car accident, he uh, was really... Hold on, we, we've got a clip of the movie. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. <laughs> the faggot of the opera. Every time Fez hears that, it gets easier to hear. No. It gets a little bit worse, I think. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It's very embarrassing. Really? Yeah. You're embarrassed about what you said? Um, yeah, that I would say that, that I would use that word. Many, many times. Uh, Blaine, you're on Run Fez. How's it going, Ronnie? Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, there was about five minutes at the end of the movie with, uh, Megan Fox in a tank top, like slow motion running, and, uh, that was probably worth the, uh, price of admission right there. Yeah, that's worth, that is, I was... Was the tension banging in every which direction? Oh, yeah, and she fell down a few times, and it was... You could see definitely uh, how those things would move. All right. Actually, she was uh, talking about Michael Bay, you know, doing a filming a scene, and he wasn't telling her that a camera was running like, right, like practically. But here's up her the ass. deal, Paul. You're really giving away a lot of. You're giving away a lot of plot points today. Um, <laughs> hi, Crazed. You're on the Run of Face show. Why want this asshole stop fucking ruining the movie? Oh, 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 oh shit! Shit, son. <laughs> 
I'm a fucking diehard Transformer fan, and I'm looking I, forward to see this shit, and he's fucking uh, spoiling it, trying not to listen to it. I, 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 trust me, don't. I'm, there's no plot to this fucking movie, and, and it's a fucking... Oh! 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 Fuck you, I don't care. I, I want to see it, so stop spoiling it. Praise, Hasbro is listed as one of the producers oh! of this. This is about a toy, for crap's sake. Who the fuck cares? It's a, it, 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 it's a movie that Transformers fans have been dying to, dying to see, you know, and you're fucking ruining it. It's true. Not, you are ruining it. You're fucking ruining it. I don't honestly think there's any Transformer fans for so. I mean, that's oh, no, no fans! I mean, that's when, you know, that was years ago when they, these dolls came out. They, you know, and, and a lot of the kids... Dolls? Were getting, you, 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 you out of your mind. You out of your mind. Just sit down and shut up. Oh! They're dolls. I'm well, telling you crazy. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Bye. He's out of 5,000. Uh, you just pissed Craze off. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, here's Austin. Uh, you're on the run of show. What do you got for us, buddy? Hey, buddy. I was uh, wondering if this year Megan Fox's toe thumbs would be gripping Oscars. <laughs> uh, and I wasn't revealing a broad point. I'm just saying Michael Bay was filming her ass without telling her. And and then she saw the scenes later. That's all. Oh, and, stop it, Megan Fox. What else do you fucking have? <laughs> exactly. She had, like, real shorts. And she thought he was filming her face. And he had another Why would camera, he? like, up her ass. So she was she was she she was she was a good sport about it. Judd uh, in Virginia, you're on my fence. Hey guys, love you. And I just want to say that I've been a diehard Transformers uh, fan since I was like six, and I don't want to see this movie. No one who's ever a fan of Transformers wants to see this movie. It's rubbish. And they all hate it. Well, look. I mean, admittedly, it, it it this is a tarted up version of Transformers. They just throw the kitchen sink is in this movie. Everything is thrown in this movie. It's just it's too much almost, and I think that's the problem for me. But I'm not a Transformers fan. I don't know right whether there. you saw this uh, when it comes to the big popcorn movies. Uh, Christian Bale said he doesn't know if he he says he doesn't think he would return as Batman, and because of stuff that's going on behind the scenes doesn't foresee another Batman film being made. Yeah, I know they're also having trouble getting Chris Nolan back on board to direct. So this is where the Schumacher shows up, and we start getting nipples on the bat suits again. I mean, uh, honestly, there was uh, a few. I, I call Star, Star Trek the, the movie of the summer early on, and, and to a certain extent it is, but we still have Harry Potter coming up. So, you know, I mean, that's in a few weeks, and that's a big movie, and there's no question that there's going to be a lot of excitement around that. Uh, what are you afraid of, Fezzi? Uh, you said with Schumacher, what will you do? Oh, uh, put nipples on the bat suits. Too faggy? It's just not what the bat suit is. But that's what everybody's complaint was. If you remember, the gang that you're in with, you got to be careful of that, because you're known as a... The faggot of the opera! You got a good reputation as a gay basher. Well, I don't want that reputation. Well, you've earned it. I'd like to give it back. Too late. And there's no way they're not going to make another Batman movie with, the, with the, everybody. They're just going to have to pay through the ass, that's all. Yeah, but does this guy want to throw his whole career around and just make Batman movies forever? You uh, know? 
He's well, got the, uh, two more Terminator movies to do. Exactly. I mean Chris Nolan, not oh. Chris Bale. And I don't think there's going to be any more Terminators, right? That thing wasn't a hit. Was well, it? I looked, I'm looking at the box office. It's made $320 million, uh, 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 worldwide right worldwide. now. Worldwide. But That's not bad. What's domestic, though, Polo? Why do you hate worldwide? It seems to me like it's padding the numbers. But you know, if if you had money coming in, would you care where it was coming from? Like, if you make an Adam Sandler movie, you make you're guaranteed over a hundred million dollars. But then you don't make fucking donut overseas. You know what I mean? Like they're not interested in fucking Germany, right? So you're really only going to pay attention to money. Paul Blart made almost 150 million over here and 35 overseas. Look at those Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> so there you go. Pressure I mean, Angels race. and Demons is the movie of the year so far with, you know, about a half a billion. And most of that is overseas. You're so, not buying I this, Vez? Let me ask you guys this. Uh, because we've become a blockbuster summer. Um, and even Steven Spielberg says it's too much. Steven Spielberg said a blockbuster used to be great when it came every uh, couple of years. But now everybody's attempting a blockbuster a week, and it kind of has watered it all down. Eastside Dave, you're a guy who loves the blockbusters. When is a blockbuster... Look at me, Dave, and act like you want to be part of this broadcast. When is a blockbuster a good movie, and why is it so rare? You've got $300 million to spend on this. You think you should be able to come off... With a good movie. But even a lot of these movies that people act like they like, by the next summer they hate it. Independence Day, Armageddon, all those movies made big money. Then you'll even take some movies that made a lot of money, but people even hated it while they were seeing it. The Godzillas, uh, The Planet of the Apes. Paula, why is it so hard to make a blockbuster a good movie? I mean, part of the problem is, is I mean, Terminate. I mean, uh, the, the the Transformers movies is obviously as dumbed down a movie as you can possibly imagine. You cannot make a movie any dumber than. This I don't movie. know. I look at those John, Johnny Depp fucking pirate movies, and I have no idea what those assholes are doing. I, I, I understand, but trust me, this is way dumber. I'm just saying that it would be nice as of a lot of these movies, you know, shot for intelligence. So you're blaming it on the fact that the audience is dumb. No, I'm blaming on the studio. The studios think the audience is dumb. All right, but let's go back. The first kind of big summer blockbuster was Jaws. Mm. And that was over 30 years or 20-some years ago. 75. So 30 years ago. 34 years ago. Yeah. And the movie still fucking holds up. It's great. It's still a great movie. Why can't you make that kind of a blockbuster movie? The Indiana Jones movie, the first one. Still a great movie. Star Wars. You'd still say... There's a fucking great movie. Uh, I'll, I'll keep going on. I'll say the first Matrix. Fantastic. Why yeah, is it Star so... Trek, the first Lethal Weapon movie. is really a fucking good movie. Um, yeah. The first um, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. That's a good movie. First, uh, first Ghostbusters. Back to the Future. Good movie. First, uh, yeah. But why is it so fucking hard to do that? Well, I mean, as I said, the problem is is that you have to have somebody smart in there who's really trying to make the movie good in every way. And I don't think that's happening in so most cases. You like think, think they're being made cynically? Cynically, absolutely. I think that the great thing about what Spielberg did was he would 
were, he would shape the movie around great characters. It was characters, and then let's have our dazzling special effects go around them. And when they're in these precarious situations, that's when the effects were, are going to come out. Now it's special effects. We have an idea for some awesome, you know, CGI shit, and let's work our characters into this CGI scenario that we've set up. They're working backwards. They know how to do robots. Now let's bring in actors to work around them. Well, maybe the mistake is the CGI because they said. The reason why Jaws was such a good movie is because they couldn't get the shark to work. Yeah, and it was it, mysterious. It, Spielberg said this. It was up to me. You would have seen the Jaws in the first scene. I right. would have shown a shark pulling the fucking girl underwater. I couldn't get the shark to work, so I had to fake it. But maybe that's the fucking thing. We don't know how to do that dramatic fucking effect anymore. There's no suspense like that, because, like, if you look at the original Planet of the Apes, time it out on when you first see one of the apes that's running the planet All right, in but, the movie compared to the Marky Mark one. Yes, but <laughs> that's a fucking good example. Have you ever gone back and tried to watch the first Planet of the Apes? It's unfucking watchable. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's something I put down as kind of something that doesn't uh, hold up. It's fucking rough to watch that one. Right. But, I mean, even those Errol Flynn movies were, still, you know, were great movies. I mean, they were, they were totally different, but you have to have strong characters first. And the, the and it's totally reliant on technology. Spielberg got it right even with Jurassic Park when he didn't show us the T-Rex until a good 45 minutes into the movie. You know, so he was, he was still... That would all make sense if the second Jurassic Park didn't fucking suck he, he lost his formula. But the first Jurassic Park was very close to Jaws, and that's why the first Jurassic Park is so much better than the second. And and but there are good movies coming out. I mean, some of them are are, are odd and everything else. Like some things you think would be a hit, like Drag Me to Hell. You have a lot of really crappy horror movies coming out, and then this one is kind of brilliant in its own way and well done. Uh, what are you talking you know? about? Drag Me to Hell, for instance, that came out a few weeks ago. I, I wouldn't it, fucking watch that in a second. I can't watch this I'm kind of shit. What I'm trying to say is that that is actually a well-made film. It's by a great director who is, knows what he's doing. It was actually almost like a Hitchcock movie at times. I'd rather watch The throws, Cancer Girl. Uh, Bugsy <laughs> in West Palm, you're on Fez. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, you know, the difference between the blockbusters now, or what they say are blockbusters now, and like the original, like Jaws and stuff like that, is nowadays they're trying to make a blockbuster, whereas before they were just trying to make a good movie. All right, let's face it. Did they try to make a blockbuster with Batman last year? They definitely did. Yeah. But you got to say 80% of that almost is a good movie. Uh, they didn't succeed overall, but there's more good movie in that than most of these things. That's because the Joker was an incredible character. We didn't need, you know, all the other shit that happened. He made that the uh, blockbuster. So you would have had more Joker. It was up to you. Yeah, I mean, taking Batman out of it completely, and we just follow the Joker. I would have had more Joker. I mean, I would have liked, you know, but you know, I, I like Nicholson's Joker. I would too. like to see his lair. <laughs> Where does he live? <laughs> what does he do? I'm sure you'll see a, a spinoff one of these days of just Joker movies. I wonder if this will, uh, uh, but they're, they're showing no signs that this is what people want, right, Paulo? The big summer movie? 
uh, I'm just saying, this is a kind of an odd summer because, of the, you know, there's kind of, uh, like Fast and Furious is a perfect example. You couldn't have a more disposable film, but people rushed out to see it. They just loved it because they, they were given exactly what they wanted. But it had, it had no substance whatsoever. It was just giving people what they wanted. Night at the Museum, too. You, exa the exact same thing, just re re So those are hits, even though they don't seem like they've even, you know, like mm. no one ever brings up. Night of the Museum 2 to you. You know what I mean? Like, no. Like last year, let's face it, people brought up, did you see the Joker in Batman? You know, and people would start talking, he's got to win an Oscar. You know, they had heat. It kind of became a fun thing because people would bring it up to you at parties and stuff. Um, but these, most of the time, it just doesn't happen. They set out for it to happen, but it does not. And would there was they... a movie at the beginning... Uh... And, you know, which, you know, was a, a hard sell and a fairly complicated movie. Uh, and it did okay, but not great, because I think it was too much for Baby. It wasn't a, a blockbustery enough for people. Here is uh, Brian in PA. Brian. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that I think that there's no more intimacy with the characters. Now, it's all CGI. Everything is was seen back in the day, and now it's all computerized. So you don't really have that in a movie. I've heard this, though. Uh, yesterday or the day before, James Cameron showed 24 minutes of his Avatar movie. And anyone who's seen this says it looks unlike anything they've ever seen before. It's supposed to be taking CGI and the 3D thing into the next realm. Now, for some reason, all the fucking movie studios are jumping into... The 3D. Mm -hmm. right. So far, I haven't ever liked it. I've never, you know, I've went there as a lark to see 3D, but it's never enhanced a movie for me. It doesn't usually work well either. Yeah, I've, I've always been disappointed just by the effect alone. I don't know. I think that you guys are wrong. I think it's always worked as an effect that you'll go, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, you can't say that the shit doesn't look like it's jumping out of the screen. It does. What doesn't work is that it helps the film. But, mm. Polo, from what I understand, this will change everything. Well, yeah, Avatar, obviously Cameron hasn't done a real movie since Titanic in 96. So he's had a lot of time on his hands, and he's always wanted to be on the forefront of technology. And, and so I, I had high hopes for it myself. And, again, I never have thought that, other than the fact that you're wearing fucking 3D glasses... You can't say that the effect doesn't work. I was at the fucking Radio City Christmas fucking show. Mm -hmm. They did some stupid 3D thing. And you see 5,000 people ah, jumping back. It's always worked. But it never really has worked in the way that it's moved a movie well, it, it, along. It, it takes you out of the movie. I think it's counterproductive because you're waiting for the next 3G moment rather than settling into the story and What's the dialogue. The, what are these extra Gs? 3Gs? Uh, 3... 3D. You're, you're waiting for the next 3D moment rather than, you know... Thinking about the film and, li and losing yourself in the movie and in the plot. And mm. some people are uncomfortable with glasses. They hurt their nose. No, it's like annoying. That. Yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> it's annoying to wear those fucking glasses on your head. I would like a helmet, maybe even a surround sound. They also fit. Now, helmet. is this Avatar, is it an animated film or is it real people? 
it's real people, but it, the CGI, as they say, will take it to the next level. And and there's a lot of confusion because M. Night Shyamalan is also doing a movie called The Last Airbender now, but it was also Avatar. So there's actually two movies that were called Avatar. I don't care about that. That's being stupid now. <laughs> okay, but Avatar... Uh, here's is, Tyler is in California. Alien. Tyler, you're on Run Fez. Uh, Ronnie, how you doing, buddy? Good. Uh, with the 3D for uh, movies like Pixar, I, regardless of what your feelings are, like that Monster vs. Aliens and Up in 3D, you know, that really does make it worthwhile. But something like Watchmen in 3D, I, I mean, it was it was cool to see the fight scene in the kitchen and all that, but say what you want about the movie. Beyond that, with the live action, it doesn't seem to work, but with the animated stuff, that really does improve the movie substantially. Uh, yeah, these movies get now released in 3D and 2D. You know, regular mm -hmm. and in 3D. Um, here is uh, Avi in Jersey. Avi, you're on Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, good. All right. I got an idea that makes all Dave's stupid inventions look like shit. Okay. We market it now. 3D glasses that you buy and you own, so you have a good pair for all these movies that are coming out instead of wearing the shitty ones that the uh, theater has to offer. Mm, you know what? It might work out. I mean, if there's enough of a thing where people feel like I want to wear the same glasses, they'll be like a pair of sunglasses and you're wearing them. Could you get them in prescription? Yeah, Why not? and they pad them and fur, it puts fur on the on the handles, and I think it would be more... Uh, Ken in Atlanta. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, I, we saw... Now, the movie wasn't good, Journey to the Center of the Earth in the theater in 3D. Now... The cool thing about 3D now, I think, is that you're not just waiting for the thing to jump out at you, but what the 3D did in this movie that I thought was really neat, it just showed depth. When they're walking through the big caves and the caverns, you could definitely tell how big they were and how neat they were. You're not waiting for, like, the rocks and the explosions to make you go, whoa. Well, see, this is where I disagreed with Dave and Fez when they said the 3D doesn't work. I think that's bullshit. But this movie is awful. It fucking was running on cable. It's terrible. You can't watch it. Hmm. Uh, Jesse in Minnesota. Yeah, see, I was wondering what you guys' opinion was on that movie Beowulf with Angelina Jolie in it and whatnot. That movie kicked ass, and it was it was almost reality, but it was. I didn't see it. Did you guys? No, I didn't see it. Uh, and it was in three D. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. It was a real movie. I mean, it was real. Everything was real, but it was kind of. I mean, it was almost, you didn't really know it was a, a cartoon. You had to look at it really hard. Certain scenes, you could tell that it was. It's that ca motion capture that they use with the Polar Express, where they, they get everything, so it, they use the, uh, it's not. Hold it's on, not Fezzi does a Polar Express impression. All aboard the Polar Express. Did I remember this one? The faggot of the opera. You cut that as a drop. But, yeah. I mean, can you imagine living a 2D life where you walked around and everything was in 2D? All you'd was, have to do is lose an eye, wouldn't you? It would be terrible. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not a, it, would, it would be a horrible way to live your life. Whatever. So, I mean, what are you going to be? Some people are fucking it. blind. Yeah, you'd be used to it. Uh, Jeff and Nolens. Hey, uh, Ryan, I wanted to say, if you're uh, in a 3D movie watching it and you have to duck and do all these motions, you're not in the movie to be part of it. But I think you're in the movie, if you had 3D, you could be in a scene to where you're watching it in the scene instead of being outside of the scene. In other words, you turn around, around and see the movie behind you. Uh-huh. Uh, you want to turn around 
see the movie all around you, and you're sitting in the middle of it. <laughs> That's great, but the, you know you surround sight. You won't get that till you're dead. <laughs> what do you mean? Till you're That's dead. not true. <laughs> Why will that be when you're dead? That's not uh, anything we're ever going to experience on the planet Earth. Well, no. in, in heaven, you can maybe say, "Okay, show me a picture, a movie that surrounded my body." Why wouldn't that fucking work? It's not going to happen because no. it's not. It's not practical. You're going to have have to have like thirty. Projections, projectors no, all around. What the helmet, the 3D surround sound helmet I'm talking about. You already put that on. What do they call those things? Virtual reality. Virtual yeah. reality. They, yeah. They, I tried one of those on. And it, it, Would it well, be, you saw it in the early stages, fucko. Would it be <laughs> much different than a planetarium? What? No, You're seeing that all around you. You're going to lay on your back <laughs> and look at the fucking ceiling? <laughs> the ceiling. That ain't a movie. That's fucking nothing. They're spinning fucking Wait. dots. Even when I was a kid, I used to yell, this blows. This is as dumb as looking at the sky. You have to be... <laughs> you have to be tied to a movie emotionally. I was... I felt like I was in Sling Blade when we watched I think it. you were. I think you starred in you it. You are him. Because of the emotional connection I made to those characters. It doesn't matter if it was 3D, What's going 2D, on with that band? Did that ever 1D. fucking take off? His band? No. Yeah. Morrison is still writing. What was his name, the... What was his character's name in that? Doyle. Fucking Doyle. And then people go to fucking see Doyle in concert. And <laughs> and they get Doyle albums. Vic Chestnut basically playing Vic Chestnut. My chick is like, I love Doyle, the way he sings. <laughs> I'm like, you tell me you're fucking kidding. It's Doyle. That guy's great, man. He was also good in that one David Fincher movie, uh, Panic Room. Uh, Chad, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie, how's it going? Sound like a million bucks. Uh, what can I do for you? Hey, I'm uh, blind to one eye. I've been like that. Pretty much, uh, I'll put my like thumb in the other one. How's that fucking grab you, Cha-Cha? Um, the 3D movies actually stink. I can't ever get any uh, anything out of them because I'm blind in one eye. See? And what's yeah, it it's... like, though, living they don't work. with one eye? Uh, Kurt, you're in my face. Yeah, Dave, you're uh, not too swift there, buddy. There's a 360 screen down in Epcot Center. I've seen it. They, they fucking used to even have it on the Wildwood Boardwalk when you were a little kid. <laughs> I never saw, heard of that. Yeah, like they this. would act like you're. Oh, you're in a train car and, and you fucking see all around you. Yeah. Oh, you're in a fucking uh, cable car in San Francisco. Uh oh, the fucking cable car let loose. <laughs> so you'd have to stand up and watch the movie, and people would fucking fall down. <laughs> it was the fucking greatest. We just need acid and go in there, <laughs> and you didn't have to die and go to heaven to see it. <laughs> well, I mean, but well, wait a minute. While you're putting him down, hmm. you just called the planetarium a fucking great movie. <laughs> Here, I actually have a clip from it. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. <laughs> the good thing about this is you get more and more used to hearing it. Never. Never get used to that. I'm getting used to it, though. You ashamed of yourself? Yeah, very much. I'm really upset with myself today. You going to talk to your shrink about it? Oh, yes. Do you feel like I've done my best to protect you from it? Not sure about that. How about this? The faggot <laughs> of the opera. Got a ringtone now. Try it again. The faggot of the opera. Good. Why so hateful? What? Why is he so hateful? The phantoms. They're people. All right, Paulo. So you're saying see Transformers and see kids with cancer. I'm just saying if you're going to go drink a lot of energy drinks because it's two and a half hours... And you know, to, you know, smoke some weed, whatever. Because it's a very. I bring bizarre... up weed. It's illegal. Okay, uh, I won't suggest it, but I'm just saying. Hold on, a plane has just landed in the Hudson. Oh shit! 
They might as well open an airport there. Oh, uh, it's just a rerun. Oh, my CNN's running reruns. It'll scare the shit out of people. <laughs> All right, Polo. Thank you, sir. I'll see you at the movies. All right. I'm looking forward to Harry Potter. When's that? A couple of weeks. Oh, sorry. My phone's going off. Okay. Phone call. Hey, yeah, Polo, I'm would sure you like, it is. Uh, Fez and I are throwing a party for Dave and Casey at the Borgata. Would you like to come? You can have my invite, Polo. <gasps> You're really not going to that, Fuzz? No, I'm not going to that. I'm not going to even be in the state. What could, what could I do to make you come home just to whatever, a day earlier so you could celebrate? Celebrate. Maybe lose time. your ringtone. Well, let's face it, Fuzz. That is you that said it. It's me. I admit it. You've seen the devil and it's you. We're going to break here. We'll be back. Uh, we got stuff to talk about, don't we, Fez? Yes, I believe we do. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I, believe, plus we have I some, believe we do. Plus we have some emails to go over. Among other things. All right, we'll be back. It's the Run and Fest show. You give them this technique of transcendental meditation. It's a mental technique, an ancient form of meditation that literally and truly opens the door to the deepest level of life. Unbounded, infinite, eternal, pure consciousness. Modern science's unified field. In Vedic language, it's called Atma, means the self. Know thyself. Yeah, it's the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Jeremy Coleman just gave us an idea for a game show. Uh, I'd like to get on this immediately, Fez. Uh, it would be really cool if we could do it as quickly as Friday. Uh, but what's today, Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. Uh, coming up in just a few minutes, 20 minutes to be exact, the U.S. takes on the number one Spain in soccer, uh, which should be, uh, you know, a loss for us, but a great opportunity for our boys to get a chance to see the number one team in the world before the World Cup and see how we uh, line up here. And let's face something. You can always win. Only one of the two teams is going to win. And there has to be some percentage that we can pull this one out. I like to see us win in South Africa win and that to become the finals. All right, eight six six run zero fest. And by the way, I was really upset last night watching Will Bond and uh, who's his partner? Tony Kornheiser. Just run down the US boys. Saying what kind of tiebreaker doesn't have head to head first. Our boys don't even belong there. Guess what? We play in our national rules. We didn't make these fucking rules up, boys. We play the rules that are given to us. I don't know where uh, this is going to be on. Is it ESPN 1, 2, 8? I know there's bowling and fucking bumper pull that ESPN is ready to put up top. It should be regular ESPN. It better because they have done nothing but slap the faces of our U.S. soccer team 
with their flaccid penises. Their ESPN flaccid penises. And I'll go so far to say scrotums. They fucking take their scrotums, stick it to the foreheads of those boys as they slap them in the chin with a flaccid ESPN penis. And that only means one thing. The faggot of the opera. Wow, did that cross the line. That went out there pretty far. Fez, uh, you teased um, emails. Yes. Gosh darn it, let's give the people's emails. And it's not working today. All right, no emails. That's the first time you went to your 360 all day? Yeah. Not running a lot of music off there, are we? All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We never got around to your other tease where you said Richard Nixon uh, tapes had uh, released something. Yeah, more uh, Richard Nixon tapes. that uh, He said that he was worried about greater access to abortions, that that would promote permissiveness, and said it breaks up the family. But here was the interesting thing that Richard Nixon said. He was not against abortion. That would surprise a lot of people since he was a Republican. He said it was an okay, in the case... Of a mixed marriage, blacks and whites having a baby, or rape. So obviously, even some people are that are against abortion are okay with it in extreme cases like rape or a mixed marriage. Uh, in other words, Obama's kids. It would have been a okay. To abort because there seems to be white blood there. Yeah, it's um, uh, of course, and rape I was the Obama, second choice. Obama, of course, was uh, also the same. He also brought this up: nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. That's Richard Nixon. That's not a Nixon tape. That's a Fez tape. Well, why well, you're proud of it? I'm not. It sounds pretty hateful. It is. I don't know how Nixon got to be in the White House for even as long as he was because. He, I mean, he didn't even have that likability thing that I that I'm aware of. Well, well, maybe we didn't feel the need to like our presidents. Then we had to believe in them and how they would uh, do in foreign policy and the economy. I think this was pre. I want to have a beer with the guy. Yeah, uh, Nixon wasn't likable, but he uh, was uh, a crazy intelligent man. Uh, and really, really smart at international affairs. Really a good chess player, an interesting negotiator, uh, and probably the greatest political mind of the past century. He probably understood politics better. And like you said, he had a lot to work against. Uh-huh. He wasn't um, an attractive man and wasn't even what you would call a normal-looking man. Didn't have a nice personality, didn't have a winning personality, and yet when he uh, won his re-election, landslide. Gigantic fucking numbers uh, during the time of the war and ran against, during an unpopular war, ran against somebody who wanted to pull our troops out. So, um, whatever you have to say against Nixon, and I like a president like Nixon, because it unites the country in hate. And I always think that that's good. Uh, right now, you can see that the country doesn't know what to do with Obama. Uh, the right hates him, but the left, 
doesn't hate him, and neither does the middle. So we're at a very odd time right now. We don't know how to properly hate our president. I think Obama will get us there. I believe in him. I think he has the abilities to bring out mass hate. He just hasn't done it yet. No, I. Uh, but I. it probably is working that way. I would have thought hate for Obama would have come much sooner than the first six months of this presidency. I would have thought he would have gotten three months of a honeymoon, and that would have been it for him. Well, he hasn't said anything wrong, Fez. He hasn't said anything like this. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. Uh, Smith in Minnesota, Yerman Fez. Hey, it's a Nixon pyramid. Hey, uh, Fezzy, you ought to read uh, Hunter S. Thompson's Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail 72 if you want to see how Nixon got uh, elected. See ya. Nixon was cunning. He was sharp. Uh, he would do anything to win. Anything. So I don't know if he would have, I, I don't know if he would have gotten elected, it could have been a contemporary in 2008. I don't think anyone was looking for intelligence, uh, you know, in recent elections. I think I certainly was. And uh, I don't know whether it's the kind of intelligence that you would call him an intellectual. Uh-huh. I mean, politically, he was astute. Uh, and he was a great negotiator. All right. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, it is the Ron and Fez show with you. Fez Watley, Ron Bennington, uh, Chris Stanley. Uh, other stuff that's in the news right now, Fezzy. Um, well, we brought up the Elizabeth uh, Hasselbeck uh, story earlier today. And uh, we don't know whether that where that's going to lead on whether she was down. Now, here's the person I think of as more or less a modern-day Richard Nixon, and that would be Dick Cheney, who got himself elected as vice president. Dick Cheney could easily play Richard uh, Nixon in a movie. Uh, Dick Cheney, writing his memoirs, said his book will be out a couple of months after George W.'s. What do you think is going to be the better read? I think it's going to be Cheney's book. I think people are going to think of Cheney as the mastermind behind that administration. And I think they're going to look at Cheney's book for uh, maybe more answers, more of even of a stance of what that Bush White House uh, meant. Hmm. I don't know. I still think it's very hard to top the president. Uh, no matter what you say about Cheney, he wasn't the president of the United States. And he's not going to be the guy who gets the library. It's going to be the president. Doesn't mean that the president will have a a, a better book. But I think uh, it'll be more well-read. But believe it or not, I'm looking forward to both of these. I always like to, because you can always pick up some inside story. According to a new AP poll, half of pet owners give their animals human names. It's really kind of an odd thing. W- People have gotten away from uh, the old kind of names and just start to uh, name their pets um, after, uh, you know, human beings. Yeah, to me, I don't know. It's I have a pet. My pet has a pet name. I like to keep it that way. I'm on no sort of equal footing with my cat. But you didn't name your pet. 
No, no, I did. It you, came with a name. Yeah, it came with a name. Uh, and you don't have uh, a balance with that. Now, my favorite uh, dog's name ever, uh, my friend Dan, uh, used to have a dog, and he named it Dan. He named it after himself, and he would sit over there, we'd go to his fucking apartment, and we'd be getting high, and he'd look over at this fucking dog and be like this. Look at Dan. Don't you really like Dan? And he was fucking crazy about that dog so much, he gave it his own name. Uh, what about for you? We always named it uh, human names. We named our one of our dogs May from our Aunt May, who was still very much alive at, at the time. Mm -hmm. So she would come in, and we'd be like, hey, May. and But we, we'd actually be talking to the dog. And then the next dog was Lucy after the great Lucille Ball. I had no idea that you had a dog named Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. And now we have Strummer for Joe Strummer. Uh, we just got steaks and chops sent to us uh, from Eric in Colorado. Are these the uh, elk steaks? Yes, they are. These are elk steaks mm -hmm. uh, delivered here. Thank you very much, um, Eric. And what is the name of the meat company they came from? Tim Kovich Meats. Tim Kovich Meats. When you're looking for uh, elk steaks, uh, it's Tim Kovich Meats. Meats. Uh, thank you, Eric from uh, Colorado. Now, uh, we were also offered the opportunity to have some of those grass-fed uh, steaks. Uh, Chip is uh, the guy who said he would come down and actually cook for us. I don't think we have a kitchen here that you can cook in, though, do we? It's just kind of microwaves and, yeah. And a sink, yeah. But what about this? What if we found out from the building, could we set up a grill on the oh. street... And I hope it's not an electric grill. I hope we can fucking actually sit there and do charcoal. But that would be a great afternoon to get out there and have some of his grass-fed steaks. That would be phenomenal, yeah. I could bring my grill. Uh, Scott, Scott, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, didn't you uh, name your man dog Fezzy? You know, Fez is in no mood for your bullshit today, my friend. He's on new meds. Well, actually, your new meds have worn off. You're going back into old fuzzy mode here today. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, this has been more of the um, depression fuzz. Why? Because I am so ashamed of that uh, clip. Why are you ashamed? Because it's I don't I I'm embarrassed that I would so freely throw that word around when now I've changed and I don't care for that word and I've tried to discourage other people from using it. And you don't even remember this. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. I remember it now, but like if like if you said that to me, you would have swore that you never did it. I would have swore to, to the Lord above that I had never used that word. I didn't think you believed, but that's what people tend to like to swear to. But still, what's it mean if you don't believe? So that's got you depressed. Yeah, it's got you feeling old, fuzzy. I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm just really pissed at myself. And really upset that I would have used it so, um, just funly, just in that respect, just so gleefully to use it, and not think of any of the consequences behind it. Why don't you turn that frown upside down in our party in Atlantic City? Because you know I'm going to be in Florida, you sent me a fake invitation. 
Didn't know that. Mm. Here's the deal, man. Maybe if you weren't so hard on everybody else, if you were a little more forgiving, Mm -hmm. you'd be able to forgive yourself. Instead of seeing everything has to be done in absolutes. Everything has to be perfect. Whether it's the way people treat you or the way that you act. You now see yourself as imperfect for doing this. And it feels it takes away from the ideas that you have today. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has me distracted completely. Yeah, because I just, I'm just embarrassed. Because why? Because I was doing, because uh, being such a hypocrite about it. Well, are you a hypocrite or, or are you more educated? I'd like to think I'm more educated, that that was a different person then who, you know, didn't know as much about situations as I do now. Right. And do you think there are people out there like that? So instead of being angry with them, why wouldn't you just try to enlighten them? Instead of now, you're so angry with people because they're not on the exact same path you are on the exact same time that you you are pushing them away. And now, I mean, from this, why wouldn't you be able to see? Uh, because I really, I can't see, or I guess hear, past my own voice on nice that thing. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. <laughs> nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. Hmm. Uh, here is uh, Jason in Canada. You're on Run Fez. Hey, guys. I just wanted to make a comment about your president down there not being uh, a left on the left side at all. He's slightly right of center, and your right side has gone right into the loony bin and should be stuck in the Ark of the Covenant, only to be opened when you want uh, havoc wreaked on the world. So uh, your way of looking at the United States is you don't see a left. You see a center and a far right. I, I, I see the, the Democrats being on the right of center, and the uh, Republicans being right out of their minds. Mm. All right. Thank you very much, Jason. Okay. Um, coming up in just five minutes, the USA soccer team takes on number one Spain as we uh, try to keep this thing going and get into it's the semifinals. We win this today. We're in the finals for the uh, is it Confederation Cup. Is that the name of it? Yeah. Yep. The nutty name. Uh, Eddie in New York, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie, we having fun yet? Are we having fun yet? You know, I was so big with that commercial and so well-known that it actually destroyed the rest of my acting career. That was you? <laughs> yeah, that was me. What are you doing just filling up these drinks now? Well, now I'm bartending. Now I'm doing this. Oh. Well, that's still good. I work a different party every week. Yeah. Nobody, nobody has respect for me. Uh, what can we do for you, Eddie? Fezzi's given the F word the power. It's just a word, bro. Let it go. Well, I think what I've probably done is give it power over me today. That's for sure. Yeah. And and I think I was giving it power years and years ago when I was making those comments. Well, let's face it. You were... Pretty much the wacky hetero in those days. You were the off-the-rails heteros. Every day was like a bachelor party. Frat party. 
Uh, we're going to break here. We'll come back and wrap up the show and uh, give you updates for USA versus Spain soccer. You're going to beat me? The golf? <laughs> oh, you're on. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. Underway, Spain versus USA. It's up on ESPN now. And where are we running it on uh, Sirius Fest? Uh, not sure what the channel is there. We'll get that for you. Uh, but Spain already looking like uh, the just if you start to see the skill level of these teams, there's a naturalness to the way they handle the ball. It just doesn't seem to be part of the American genetic code. <laughs> It is indeed a uh, gorgeous sport when played properly. And just the way that these guys are moving the ball around. This is all being played in South Africa right now. USA, get behind the local boys. USA made it all the way to the semifinals somehow of this Confederation Cup. But we're taking on the best in the world with Spain right now. And uh, it's looking a little bit at this point, it reminds you of Globetrotters versus the Washington Generals, where it's just the ball control by these Spanish guys is amazing. If I, if anything, it looks like we're watching the Spanish Armada. <laughs> I think American soccer should be concentrating more on podheads because... They're phenomenal at hacky sack. Sure, yeah. Surely the transition to soccer would be easy enough. Wow. Did that get a yellow card or no? We're lucky. Because no. <laughs> he nailed them. All right. This is going to be a corner kick right now. I would not be surprised to see him uh, score on us pretty quickly in this game because we're already. Oh. Big wow. save by the USA. Oh, was that an offsides? Or uh, no, I think someone used a USA player for leverage there. That guy number seven used the guys as a ladder. I didn't know you weren't allowed to do that. I thought that was just uh, an ice. Um, here is uh, Mark in uh, in South Carolina. Mark, go ahead. Hi, right, buddies. I got a spy report. Oh, I need a spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Governor Mark Sanford of South Carolina is having a press conference as we speak explaining his disappearance into Argentina with a woman having an affair. There is no reason to go to Argentina unless it's for sexual purposes. So we knew this was going to happen. Um... And now he's letting the entire world know. I don't know why we are so uh, constantly involved. Look how many empty seats there for the number one team in the world. I don't know why we're so constantly interested 
and each other's uh, sex lives. I don't know why it's such a big fucking deal to everybody else. Don't you get to a certain point in life where you go, I think adults fuck, and that should be the end of your curiosity? I think this guy's problem, I, I mean, I don't know if anyone's calling for his resignation, but he's going to do it anyway. His problem seemed to be like he made it too secret, where there was no way to get a hold of him or send an email. Maybe, you know, you never took a long weekend? He's well, a long stroke daddy. He needs a long weekend to take care of it. Just have a, just get a divorce. USA well, team seems to be settling down a little bit. And, uh, which I like the idea of any moment that we're playing here uh, that we haven't been scored on. Look at this. Oh! Ooh. Almost. Almost, yeah. USA. Uh, Boy, we're playing a little too rough out there. Yeah, that's the yellow card. Definitely. Yeah, um, and that's Donovan. That goalie was about, I'd say, two yards or three yards out of the box to uh, to, to get to that, the Spanish goalie. Yeah, we really do look like our boys are working harder, too. Like, they look smoother in their runs, and we're already huffing and puffing. Yeah. I would not be able to, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't burn out on this like an Argentina hooker. And we're just doing a lot of those big crazy kicks to get rid of the ball. <laughs> Who was the guy that we were supposed to talk about about soccer? Uh, Giorgio uh, Chinaldi. Never came about? Uh, uh, Boogie's waiting for him to get back to them. <clears throat> I thought he worked for us. Apparently he does, but uh, he told he told them to contact him, and then he never fucking got back to them. But remember they asked us to take him like yeah. once a week, twice a week for fucking four weeks. Then we're like, yeah, this would be perfect. Nothing. Maybe he's in Argentina. The Landon. world's game. Hey, we had a uh, a big retirement announcement yesterday uh, in baseball, Dave. Yeah. Um, the head of the unions. Oh, Donald Don Fear retired yeah. from uh, the, the head of the Players Association. Mr. Baseball forgot what was happening. <laughs> Uh, Donald Fear has been here since what the eighties, mid eighties. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the it was that uh, Marvin Miller guy for a long time who basically right. created free agency, and then Donald Fear, you know, kind of perfected it. Kind of very, yeah, capably uh, took the mantle. Uh, and I don't think anybody makes the kind of money baseball players make when you really look at the different sports teams. Well, first of all, it's no. very odd. Oh, bicycle kick by U.S. Nice fucking try. But that was unbelievable. Beautiful. Um, but it is surprising to see what's uh, now considered America's game, football, how football players make less money than any of the other major fucking sports. Yeah, well, and and the weaker union as well. Yeah, the base. Well, that's the key. Is that Donald Fear ruled that union with an iron fist. And he he's able to get guys twenty five million like a rod, guaranteed. So and when they have a much longer career than a football player, and and but a bunch of people also blame Donald Fear for this late, you know, for quite frankly this strange steroids era that we've had because he demanded protected his yeah, players. He demanded the players protect themselves and their own investments by not submitting drug testing. Well, you got to remember this when you are him. You're not working for baseball. You're working for the players. Right. It's not his job. To look for the good of the game, you're looking to protect your guys. And I don't know if anybody 
has ever taken care of their union as good as this guy's taking care. Yeah, but I do see, I see like three people who have truly, I think, you know, damaged baseball a little bit since the the 90s. Selig, Donald Fear, and uh, Scott Boris, the super agent. And I think, unfortunately, I think Donald Fear is the guy who, who, who might end up hurting baseball the most. Especially since, you know, he was behind the 90... 90- oh, oh, another shot on goal by the U.S. And that goalkeeper is just slow. Yes, that's twice. Look at this. That's the fucking shot. Oh, man. he it, One foot over and we're in. It was past him. Oh, God damn it. It was past him. All right, USA really doing a great job of coming out. Uh, improving themselves in this. The reality of it is they got to get the first goal to have any opportunity in this fucking game. And they just had two great opportunities and missed them both. But, again, here we are. We're playing against the best team in the world, and we just got two opportunities. you got to feel somewhat good about that. Seems like Spain needs Ricky Rubio to to, uh, get some offense here. Great eighteen-year-old phenom. Next, Pistol Pete. Oh, this is the uh, Spanish uh, Spanish basketball, basketball player. player. Um, you were supposed to send me a video on him. Never I, got it. I did. Never got it, Dave. And you didn't get a reply, so I, I actually resent it today too. I didn't get a reply. I I didn't get a reply, so I was. Why don't you go back and check to see if I even opened it? I guarantee <laughs> you. If it got sent to me, I didn't open it. I, I can't do that function on my AOL anymore. Are you? Can you still do it? Yeah. The status. Uh, all right. Well, I just sent That's this to I you. That's why I always know when time Watley's awake. <laughs> I'd send him in a little email that means nothing, just to see what time he's awake at night. Uh, here is um, here's Eric in Jersey. Eric, you're on Fez. Hi, what's up, man? It's one two six oh seven watching international football. What do you say, brother? What's up, man? Yo, this is great watching these games while having you guys talk over them. Next year, net World Cup soccer parties. I would not mind doing that at all. Um, unfortunately, we don't have as good as party place as we used to with the other studio. We can't put 50, 60 people in here, a couple of kegs. Just doesn't work as Shrooms. Well. Yo, guys, one more question. Where are they playing? This looks like it's uh, overseas. Uh, South Africa, the site. This is kind of just like a run-through that the um, that the home country will do for World Cup. So World Cup is next year. That makes the Confederation Cup um, the year before. And they only invite eight teams who's ever doing good in their particular continent. And we're the concave, whatever that... We're the best North America, man. Yeah, we are. We're better at Mexico right now, so I'll give us that. Cool. All right, buddy. Peace out. And Canada knows the games we're playing. Unfortunately, and I hate this, they throw... Oh, that was almost a score against us. And that's not your real color hair. Fucking Spanish guys don't have hair that color. Um, Let's see if you should have had this. Yeah, it it wasn't as close as it looked. Lucky that wasn't a fucking penalty against us. Yeah, but he dove. He'd take it. They all fucking fly. And I thought that in international soccer, guys can get a penalty. Never happens. But Nobody flops like the fucking Italians. Yeah. And I'm going to say that right now to Mike Kaka, who I know is watching this game for once in his life. Uh, 
rooting for USA. The Italians flop constantly. If the wind blows, they fucking dive on the ground. I don't understand why you can't get strong for the U.S. today. Be there for your home fucking country. Uh, here's uh, Ben in Virginia. Ben, you're on the Run of Fez show. What do you got for us, buddy? Ronnie B., how you doing? Yeah, uh, I wanted to know what you think about the uh, Clean Energy Deployment Act bill that's coming up for vote on Friday, whether it's going to uh, restrict uh, emissions and cripple the uh, U.S. economy. Uh, I haven't really looked into it. I mean, obviously... We keep doing these things uh, every couple of years. I think every president just about has had some kind of clean air thing yeah. uh, during their administration. So I don't know how bad it is, but as far as the car companies, they're already crippled long before this takes place. Uh, and factories, how many of them are left? Hmm. I don't think clean air is asking too much, is it? We'd like to have clean air. Seems like a given that that's good for everybody. <laughs> I'm against I, it. I'm against it clean money. <laughs> I'm against clean air and clean water. And so it does mean money. You can make more money if you dump your fucking factory dog shit directly into the Hudson. But it tends not to be good for the rest of us that live uh, along there and have children playing at the <laughs> banks of the mighty, mighty Hudson like Chris Stanley grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I was thinking about this. When it comes to water, what if somebody made you this deal? You can drink nothing but water, no other beverage, the rest of your life. Now, you eat the foods that you want forever, mm -hmm. but you can only drink water. Um, Dave, how much money for you only to be the water drinker? Jesus. That means no beer, no whiskey. No wine. Not even soda. No soda. Oh no milk. You want something with a meal. It's water. I say you do it like this. You drink like a girl. Because uh, girls, oh, um, water's fine. You ever do this at a restaurant? Mm. I'll have the chicken, anything to drink. No, just the water. <laughs> I never see a guy going, oh, just water for me. <laughs> it's almost, uh, yeah, you can have sparkling water. You can have sparkling water. No lime. That's fucking cheating. Now you're adding fucking juice flavors. You just get water oh. rest of your life. God. That's it. Now, it's not going to hurt you in any way. No. If anything, it'll probably be healthier for you. Yeah. Um, and surely you'll get used to it. But at what price, Dave? Mm -mm, $4 million. $4 million. $4 million. I'm going, and you that's even high. said that you would cut an arm off for a lot less money. Yeah, but this is this is too much. I've, the booze in and of itself is thing, but forget about that. I am a gigantic soda drinker. I probably drink about two cases of soda every five days or, or week. I was back over at Burger Joint the other day, and I'm about. I ordered my burger and fries. And I'm about to get a soda, and I go like this. Wait a minute, Davy Mac. Uh, black and white shake. Yeah, that's I went with the thing. black and white shake. It was delicious. Good, good. Always do that. Always go with the shake with $4 that. Four million dollars, less or more for you, uh, Chris Stanley. I don't. I need the money. I like drugs. Two million. I'll do. I'll, ha I'll do half. Hmm. Of what Dave does. Two, Two million dollars. Fez Watley. I gotta go higher than Dave because 
this will kill me. I cannot stand. Well, it be just the opposite of kill you. This might be the healthiest thing that ever happened to you. Uh, but I don't know if I would be able to eat a meal with water as the beverage. I might as well drink pickle juice. I'm going to say you got to give me eight mil. Well, then you're out of the running. We've already gone from four to two. I'm trying to get the lowest I can get in here. Um, Steve, Steve in Tennessee, you're on Run Fez. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Yeah. I went to juggle my vacation last week all the way to Chicago just to get a Molly's Cupcake. Best damn cupcake I ate. Now, how far out of your way did you have to get to Molly's Cupcakes? Uh, six hours. So you drove an extra six hours to eat a Molly's Cupcake. Hell yeah. I don't know what was better, the little Irish girl working behind the counter or the Molly Cupcake. <laughs> they do have the Irish girls working there now. Oh, it's a pretty little thing. Yeah. They're exciting. All right. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Bob. Peace. Uh, here is uh, Mike. Mike, you're on, on the Fed Show. Dave, I used to drink a, a bottle, like a two-liter bottle a day of soda, and I got Hodgkin's lymphoma at like uh, 18 years old. You're gonna, you're gonna die of cancer very young if you don't stop. How much soda, soda are you drinking, Dave? Four to six cans a day. What kind? Oh, Ronnie, I love soda. I'm the, I'd never limit myself. I'll drink everything. I'll drink Sierra Mist, Sprite, Seven Up. There's your lemon limes. I'll drink Coke, RC, Pepsi. Those are your colas. We get uh, free Pepsis here. What else do we get besides that? We get Sierra Mist. We get uh, um, ginger ale. Um, Nesty. Nesty. Some of the kids down. What? Nesty. The can Nesty. Is that right? I never got that. They might not have it up uh, here because some floors have different kinds of soda. It's the brisk stuff yeah. in the can. That's brisk, baby. Not a big iced tea person, um, interestingly enough. It is interesting. But I love soda a lot. Uh, John, John, you're on a fence. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Hey, can you have ice with that water? Sure. I'm not gonna. Ice fuck is it. allowed. Yeah, ice is allowed. <laughs> ice is just frozen water, and guess what? You can boil it. Have it any way you want. Your beverage is H2O. And look, let's get something straight. You can't drop a cherry in it, an orange, a lime. I'm not here for you people. Every time we come up with something <laughs> like this, it's not a way for you to try to fucking break me. And catch a loophole. <laughs> no, you can't drop some coffee in your hot water, because that's a cup of coffee. Well, you can drink water and water only, like a girl. Or as Fez says, Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. Yeah. Because gays will also have nothing but water with their food. I don't know if that's all gays. I think it's 100%. Richard Simmons is always saying, water this and water that. Yeah, they love the eight glasses of water today. Drinking all my water before. When you'd be having fucking eight sodas a day like Dave. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, 150 <laughs> calories, whatever, times eight. Don't know what math is, but that can't be a lot. Over a <laughs> can't be. <laughs> you don't know what math is. <laughs> you know what math is. I drank three sodas right now, like starting today. But Andrew, you're on my defense. Hey, there, buddy. Hey, yeah. what if you uh, have a big bowl of cereal for breakfast? What do you do with the leftover milk? Throw it out? Yeah, you throw it out. No, you don't even get that, I don't think. You have to have water with your Rice Krispies. You're drinking you it by the spoonful. It's only a beverage. Don't fucking turn <laughs> this into something else. But I'm is, not fucking taking life away from you people. Is there a meal 
that water goes with, where you can think of a meal where it's like, I want to wash this down with a glass of water. Oh. It's the worst thing in the world I to can. drink with food. Uh, uh, crackers. If you're in jail, <laughs> you get crackers and water. Ice cream sundae. Is that count as a meal? No. That's a fucking ice cream sundae. <laughs> Okay. Now, what happens there is you're so fucking thirsty. Oh, here's another uh, meal water goes with. Basketball. You see what you're fucking doing, Dave? <laughs> no, I mean, the, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I like uh, water with uh, bread and butter, too. Here's uh, Justin. You're on Fez. Yeah. How you, how you doing, Ronnie B? Sounds Good. terrific. Thanks. Hey, uh, so... I'd say almost 99% of the time, all I drink is water at uh, restaurants or with people. The faggot of the opera. Now, a lot of times, uh, if you're doing a tasting menu, they'll go like this. Uh, if you're not going to have wine with it, just have sparkling water. What? So I will do that at a restaurant sometimes. If it's a really expensive and I'm trying to... Enjoy the food, and these are all new foods. Yeah, you don't want a Coke to get in your fucking way. You know what I mean? Does a Coke really stay with you for that yeah, long? Yeah, a Coke will get in the way and change the way a meal tastes. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I thought if you had a nice Coke with, with your food and then had the water, you know, afterwards, you'd be fine. When we fine. go to Borgata, what's the best restaurant down there? Let's do it up right. Well, I know um, Chef Ramsey has a place down there. Fez, you want to eat Ramsey's at the Borgata? I'm not going to the Borgata for the big East Side uh, party for his wife because I'm going to be away on vacation. Can I, I ask something right now? And this is a shoot. Mm -hmm. Can we stop this shit? Can you yeah. come home early and meet us all at the Borgata? No, I can't. You can't do it. No. Even if it brings peace to the show. I can't do it. I made. Uh, I have obligations on my trip. What are your obligations at the end of the week? No one ever fucking... Oh, shit. Uh, this is rough. This is a rough watch for us. Don't worry. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got what? Fucking 11 days home? Uh-huh. Nine days is going to ruin it and come back two days early? And I'm also not going to give in to his little ploy here. He knew I wouldn't be able to go, and that's the only reason why I got the invite then. Right, so that's what it's about. It's Th personal. That's the only reason why the party was planned then. No. But I will say this, and that's not the reason why the party is planned, but I will say this. If Fez isn't at the party, then I'm the winner of the high ground challenge. All right, here's, uh, what the, here's the restaurants they have. Bobby Flay Steak, Old Homestead Steak, Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, mm. these are great. Sea Blue, I don't even know what that is. It's like a seafood restaurant, Mr. B. I'm going to be going through Bobby Flay's Homestead and Wolfgang Puck's. Or my fucking one day there. Play a little craps in between. Hard eight, baby. I'm not gonna be pulling that lever. Those slot machines are the devil. They're for old ladies. <laughs> yeah, I know. A really bad old devil lady. Here's Jeff. Jeff, you're on a fez. Hey, can you have an ice pop? It's like flavored, but it's just frozen water. Oh, you can't have a fucking ice pop, but I'm only saying that now because you annoyed me. You would have got away with the ice pop if you just went and did it without me knowing. But you're just going out of you. No one can ever just leave something at face value. Could I have a time machine? Go back in time and have a diet fucking Pepsi. Who cares? If I drop my water on chocolate, could I then scoop it up? And drink the chocolate water. Send me down, uh, who do we got here today? Uh, Dumpling and Scruffy. 
a dumpling I trust more. To have them get me either a Sierra Mist or a, a Brisk. I'm getting off this Pepsi fucking bandwagon. Yeah. Good. I mean, too much caffeine's bad for you. That has nothing to do with that. And, uh, having said that, I'll take Pepsi number six. 23 minutes into this, almost 24 minutes, it's nil-nil. You've got to feel good about these kids from the United States. They are really, really uh, playing well out there today. Whether they win or lose, they have opened this game up, showing up. Uh, we're from the U.S. We ain't taking shit from anybody. Certainly not from any Spanish armada. All right, that's it for us. We're going to head out of here. Uh, I'm Ron Bennington. This is Fez Watley. Nice big faggot of the opera hat for outerwear. <laughs> that was an old Fez Watley. Mm. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. How about this? Tomorrow? Yeah. Even though it's not game show Friday, we're bringing back Raise the Fist of the Metal Child. I'm warning everybody. Raise the fist of the metal child. Will be played tomorrow. Sweet. Does that sound nice, Dave? Yeah. Fuck yeah! Is that Chase the Eternity? Raise the fist of the metal child! We gotta do it. Everybody should come in dressed like Maiden tomorrow. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk.